Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to the best of 2022. This is part two of 2022, James. 2022. This is, out of all the years in your lifetime, everybody, this is the most amount of twos that are going to be in it. Yeah, that's true, actually. You can't get me on that. You can't. I I didn't want to get you, A. Hmm? And B, it just took me a couple of seconds to work out that no one's going to live for 200 years from now. Yes. Well, we got another batch of clips, Ed. (laughs) Favourite moments from the last 12 months. (laughs) <laughs> Another classic piece of banter. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it was quite good. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I think it's just always the dismount with us. Obviously, I know that I should have said that you were going to live for that long, Ed. Oh, because you believe. don't think I'm going to die. No, but that's from an episode that hasn't been out yet. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't really say that. So I've considered saying it, and then was like, oh, no, they haven't heard that episode yet. <laughs> but stay tuned for that. Yes. It's a little little teaser for a future episode. James doesn't think I'm going to die. Ed, can I interest you in some water? Oh, that would be lovely, please. That's how we start the podcast every week, and it's how we're going to start this one. Still or sparkling water? Here's Asma Khan and Nadia Hussein. We always start with still or sparkling water. Sparkling. Very, very boring. Look at that. Right. No, that's not. But still, the boring choice, right? Yeah, sparkling. So sparkling is the exciting exciting one. That's the jazzy water. Yeah, it's the jazzy water. (laughs) Would you agree? Yes. A bit more jazzy, (laughs) a bit more fun. Why would you prefer sparkling over still each time? Because I, this is still something new to me. I mean, in India, if your water had bubbles in it, you run. (laughs) There's something live at the bottom of the glass, breathing through that water. You see bubbles, you don't drink it. And and it's been 30 years. But in my heart, there's still stuff I take joy out of. Mm. And yeah, to see bubbles and you know that it's not an animal breathing at the bottom of the glass. (laughs) I'm going to think that every time I see sparkling water now, I'm going to have to check the bottom of the glass and go, there's something breathing down there. I'll be quite excited (laughs) if I had a little creature in my glass. Still or sparkling water? You are going to hate me. Everyone in the world is going to hate me for this. So I really like tepid, warm, still water. Ah, warm? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like an elderly person. Yeah, my grandma used to drink that. She used to have to, yeah. have to have a mug of hot water in the morning. Yeah, I'm like, in the morning, the first thing I drink is hot water. So I drink warm water. And even, I mean, not even warm. I, I like it when it's just been sat out. And you know when it's just, yeah, you know when it's been sat out and like the kids haven't drank a glass of water and it's like bubbly around the side? Oh. I'll happily yeah. drink that. I, that's yeah. like perfect temperature for me. 
I do not like cold water. Do you leave out some glasses of water before you go to bed to make sure you've got your your perfect tepid water? No, but the best kind of water is the bottle of water that I take upstairs to bed with me every mm. night. And then I'll drink it. I may drink it through the night. And if I don't, I get really excited when I wake up and it's like bubbly around the side. And I'm like, yay, tepid. And then I'll drink that. And I love that. I love that. I don't know what it is. There you go. James has got Don't entice me, you. Don't entice me, (laughs) you, with that bubbly. That is my water that uh, was by my bed when I went to sleep. And I am drinking it now, to be fair. I don't want to tip it away. Don't tip it away. Don't hurt me. That's like, no, that's good water. That's like seasoned water. Don't don't ever seasoned. tip it away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A bit of age to it, like a steak. Yeah. But I don't like ice. Don't like icy water. And I don't mind a bit of sparkling occasionally, but it has to be tepid and it never is. Mm. So I always go for like tepid water. Sorry to disappoint you. This feels like a toffee crisp moment. No, it's interesting. We haven't had this answer before. <laughs> if you were in a restaurant, and they said, would you like some water, still a sparkling or tap water? What would you say to them? I always ask them to give me a glass of hot water on the side. And then I kind of do my own little mixing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No one wow. is ever going to like me. <laughs> <laughs> so you, have, you ask for a cold water, a hot water and a thermometer. And then you're going to do the exact right. Then I kind of do this mixy thing. And I tell them, don't fill it up because you can't really fill up two glasses. So mm. sometimes they don't listen. Then I'm like, can I have another glass, please? And they're like, oh, my God, there she is, that stupid celebrity asking for three glasses of water you know one empty two different temperatures like can you imagine how ridiculous that sounds but yes but sometimes i just carry my bottle around and that's got the perfect tepid water from the Mm, night before so i'm never without what ratio is we talking when you get the empty glass and you got the hot water and the cold water what percentage of it do you fill with cold water are you actually interested Yes. Yeah. We've never had someone say they, that, that they want tepid tap water before in the dream restaurant. This might be the only time we ever get to have this conversation. You know what? I'm so pleased I get to give you new and exciting content. I'm so <laughs> yeah. excited. Um, two thirds cold yes. and one third hot. Mm-hmm. And that gives you the perfect tepid. There you go. Yes. That's a recipe for you. Yeah. You can have that. Thank you. Thanks for that. (laughs) On the rare occasion I've tried to make like bread or like prove something or activate yeast, quite often the recipe says you have to have cold water and then add a certain amount of hot water to bring it to the right temperature. Is that where this comes from, this idea? Mm -hmm. I want to say it's as elaborate as that, but yeah, mostly no. I just like tepid (laughs) water. I just hate icy water. I hate, I, I, I don't like ice lollies. Like my husband loves ice lollies. Every night he probably has about five or six. I, I just don't like cold things. I don't like super, super cold stuff. Um, and that might be just a, a lifetime of tonsillitis that stopped me from drinking really cold water. Yeah. And that's, that's the real answer. So I don't know how we got to tonsillitis, but here we are. Oh, water. Water, water everywhere. Let's drink some water. That's the water dealt with. Oh, water, my troubles are God. Don't go chasing water. water. And talking of overflowing, James, as water sometimes does, yeah. our national treasure chest has been overflowing this year. So many treasures, man. Richard E. Grant, Jarvis Cocker, Richard Iowadi, Mel Gedroyk, Lenny Henry, Paul Hollywood, Rob Bryden, Brilliant. and Richard E. Grant again in this clip? I mean, come on. that That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Pretty good stuff. We have got so many national treasures for you, so sit back and enjoy. Pop it up, Zorbread! Pop 
knobs or bread, Richard E. Grant? Pub knobs or bread? Bread. Yeah? Bread. Uh, every... I suffer from misophonia. Ah. Yeah, yeah like which sound... is identified 20 years ago officially. Sorry to, make, sorry to immediately make the sound. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. yeah. So the sound of the uh, poppadom being crunched near you is yeah. literally brings the red mist of rage over my... Uh-huh. And I, I wish I didn't suffer from this, but I do. So the sound of a poppadom is unacceptable. So is all of your menu going to be quite soft foods? <laughs> you old age food that you don't need teeth for. <laughs> sort of silent. No, but silent if I eat an apple, food. I will go and eat it in a corner on my own so that I don't have to infringe that noise on somebody else close by because I know what that does to me if somebody's doing it close to me. Oh, that's nice. So I, I, I've never met a sort of a, an empathetic mis- misophone before. Oh, are you a misophone? No, you, no, 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 no. But, I, but it's always about, when anyone talks about it, it's always about what, what it sounds like to them and how it makes them feel. Yeah. I've never met anyone who's gone... And I also don't want anyone else to hear that. So you have to right. privately eat crunchy foods. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll go and sit in the front front row of the cinema on my own with a box of popcorn because I know that the sound of that is... Uh, it's only I will be hearing how awful that sound is. Yeah. Because if I'm near anybody else that's doing it, I'm... So you does feel the murderous. sound of yourself eating make you feel weird? Uh, I get used to it because greed overtakes the... Yeah. <laughs> greed overtakes the misophonia <laughs> part of it. But yeah, I find that even crunching toast, I think, God, can't you just do it? This is the one time I've wished that I could be deaf so that I couldn't hear the sound of it. Have you <laughs> been uh, one of your own film premieres and yours is sat at the front on your own? And everyone else is at the back, and you're there eating popcorn at the end of your own film. No, you go, you go at the beginning to do the press stuff because you're required to do that in your oh. contract, and then you don't stay and watch it. I've noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I've gone to watch a film at a film premiere and uh, been excited, and everyone's there at the front. Oh, all the stars are here, and they all leave out the fire escape, and you're like, "What the? Where's... Yeah. <laughs> Chalamet, where are you going?" I know very few actors that like watching themselves in stuff. Yeah. And yeah. The only analogy I, I have is that. Unless you are a voyeur, would you want to watch a replay of yourself having sex? Mm. Because it's the act of doing it that is pleasurable. Yes. yes. You know, it's the making of the movie or the, whatever you're doing, but having to rewatch it afterwards, you go, oh my God, is that what it looks like? Is that what it is? Oh, no. So it's gruesome. Looks like it's just had a beef burger in you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Can't watch this. Exactly. Exactly right. So, so is, an, is an actor who enjoys watching their own stuff a red flag? Uh, no, because that's passing judgment on somebody. Sure. No, I, I yeah, don't yeah. know, because some people, you know, to, I'm sure there'll be critics out there who'll say, well, that's your problem. You should have been watching yourself to improve. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's it's the act of doing it that's, you know, that's... I think comics have a similar thing, right? Yeah, I can't... I, can't, I, I can if, I, if I'm literally putting out a comedy special, yeah. I can watch it during the edit, watch the final version once, yeah. and then I'm never watching it again. Yeah. Like, and that's the most I'll ever watch myself is when I'm literally putting the thing out and releasing it. Yeah. And, and what do you make f- sure it's good. What does that make you feel when you watch it for the, the that That's relief because that's like, okay, I've got it. I've it's got really, it edited the way it. I want it. It's fine. But if yeah. I watched it one more time after that when it's finished, I would just be like, shut up, you boring wanker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get the machete out. <laughs> be the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Get the machete <laughs> through the TV. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas you love watching yourself over I love watching myself. Do you? When I watch Having James, sex? I think, shut up, you boring wanker. Yeah. Yeah. Often that's the bit we have to edit out. So it's the yin and yang of your relationship. Yeah. No. I can't, oh, I can't bear it either. But oh, you can't? It's, it's easier when, when you're watching it for an edit or something because yeah. you're in another brain. It's almost like you're not watching yourself because exactly. you're watching it for the edit. But I would never, certainly for pleasure, never watch anything I'm involved in. Mm. And a lot of people would agree. Paul Benito <laughs> here has to edit this. And at some point in the future, he's going to be sitting there editing a conversation about editing. 
and that is going to be quite the day for him. So you're just yeah. sit, sitting here waiting, getting the scissors in between yeah. the bits where there's big gappy pauses and thinking, get the fuck and move on. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, actually, one thing that I meant to say at the beginning of this conversation is that, like, I don't think that, like, music and food go together at all. Really? Yeah. In what way? I don't know. They just seem to be the dif- different things somehow. Like eating food at- while listening to music. Terrible. You hate it. <laughs> and just, I remember, you know, um, there was a festival on Blackheath. Uh, I think it was, it was rumoured that it was partly funded by John Lewis. It's called On Blackheath. It, was, it uh-huh. started, like, about 10 years ago yeah. or something. And... Um, I was DJing there, and then I was walking around the site, and they did have like weird, they led like a, they were like little mini stages, but then there was a guy coming on cooking. You know, it's really, really <laughs> weird to watch somebody doing that. And then, and then there was one festival that we played in Switzerland. It was, and in the backstage area, they had like you know that raclette stuff that they have, like uh-huh. it's like melted cheese. Yeah, where they like scrape the melted cheese off. Yeah, right? and then you'd like dip bits of bread in. Yeah. So they had one of those backstage, and it was on all the time. All the time we were playing, <laughs> all I could smell was like really strong melted cheese the whole way through. Yeah, which was like it was just killing me because I was going, oh, "It smells nice." I don't know. So then it's, and it's putting you off. You know, it's like I don't yeah. know. And then the real bad thing was we finished the concert and I went back and they turned the fucker off. So, <laughs> so I didn't even get any of it. I just got smell. tortured by it. Like, and then it was like, you know, some bands have a dry ice machine. Some bands have like a cheese <laughs> fog machine. And uh, that wasn't really the vibe I was looking for. I, I, yeah, I don't think it goes together that well. I don't know what your opinion no, I is. No, from, like, from a, a gig-goer's perspective... I never enjoy a gig as much as if I've eaten a big meal beforehand. Because mm. I don't feel like I can throw myself into yeah, it. Yeah, and you and wouldn't really stand there eating no. a sandwich or something mm. whilst watching, or would you? I don't no, know. I wouldn't, because yeah. I think of it, at, so from a comedian's perspective, whenever I've done a gig yeah. where, like, weekend comedy clubs, and they give people food to eat as well, like they're getting, you know, burger and chips and pints mm. and watching the comedy, it's very distracting. And it really feels like you're bottom of the pecking order when someone's tucking mm. in to chicken in a basket while you're trying to tell jokes. We did a gig together once, and um, during my set, uh, an audience member shouted out, where's my fucking chips? And it was um, very, <laughs> very depressing for me. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it happen. Um, it, it, I remember it. I remember it so distinctly. It was in, uh, it was in Leicester, uh, and it was in a cinema. They had a room where they did gigs in this uh, showcase cinema, and a woman shouted at James, where's my fucking chips? Uh, and James immediately said, with no gap whatsoever, I'm never doing this gig again. <laughs> it was in Coventry. But, uh, <laughs> I don't remember it that distinctly. Coventry uh, showcase. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd, I'd imagine it's more dangerous for you because if you tell a joke and then people laugh, then like, yeah, all over bits the place. of food are going to come flying. All over the place, yeah. yeah. Forget it. Alex James says that, and forgive me, I don't know what the uh, relationships are between various people in Britpop, but um, Alex James has a festival, doesn't he, that's food and music, is that correct? Arrest my case. (laughs) (laughs) That was him with the cheese machine trying to put you off. (laughs) Maybe it was, yeah. Yeah, he makes his own cheese. (laughs) Let's start your proper meal with your dream starter. Yes. I struggle with starters. Ah. I will often avoid one. Now, this is controversial. I love it when this happens. Now, yes, this sounds very showbiz, but we once had a meal together Mm -hmm. with Nish, with NK. We did. And I think you ordered all starters. 
I did order all starters. That's my yeah, memory. I'm so proud of you, man. Yeah, thank you, Ed. I, I, I obviously didn't tell it because it would give him the satisfaction. Yeah. He's a starter boy. He loves it. Yeah. But um, we're at um, Artuzzi, which is a very nice mm. Italian place. And all of the small plates just sounded delicious. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to three or four of them. That's yeah. a big move. It's very grown up. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, Ed. It was terribly sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I struggle with starters. Originally, um, just through tightness, mm. I just go, well, why are we, you know, when I say we, I always refer to me as we. Why, why are we having a starter uh, when we can just fill up on a stodgy main? That's no point. Sure. So I wonder whether I might have popcorn for my starter. <laughs> Great. It's yeah. light. It's very hard to be unhappy eating popcorn. Uh-huh. I've tried. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just too silly an action yeah. to be truly sad. So you don't want to be full. And I yeah. think popcorn on the edge of the diving board... Hasselhoff's across the way. Yeah. I'm feeling safe. Yeah. And I think a, a little sweet and salt. I have a mixture yes. of sweet and salty. Yeah. Yes. How do you ask for them to be put into the bucket? In um, one, then one, then one, then one. Thank you. A bit like sedimentary rock. Yes. Yeah. I want layers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think I want the final, the top layer to be salt. Okay. Yeah. And the bottom layer to be sweet because that's pudding. It's almost like a whole meal in, yeah, yeah, in itself. It yes. Yeah. It like a proper meal. And does it, do you have that sort of chemical memory where if you eat popcorn outside of the cinema, it still puts you in the mode of being in the cinema? I eat so much popcorn that um, I more associate other things with eating right. popcorn. <laughs> do you really? I eat a lot of popcorn. There's very good popcorn outlets near where we live. Uh-huh. It's, you know, in the drum outside, big bag. I'm down to a bag a week. A big bag. Like, I, there were times when it was a couple of bags a week. Wow. Yeah. And that's ten pounds a week on popcorn, and that's that's too much. That's insane, though. I please, they deserve every penny they make. <laughs> that popcorn is first class. It's first class popcorn. Yeah, this is exciting. They're underselling that popcorn. If anything, <laughs> I would, I'd do it by direct debit if they offered it. <laughs> have you always loved popcorn? This is, this is great. So everyone knows that you love film. I do. I do love popcorn. Well, so so apart popcorn. from actually, apart from in a cinema. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't. Sure. I, because my favourite cinema is the BFI. Well, uh-huh. I still think of it as the NFT, despite the fungible tokens or whatever. And I have heard someone be reproached for opening a sparkling water. In there. Wow. Some, there was a, and there was a shh. And there was such ferocity in the shush. Which is too similar a noise yeah. to what's just happened. Exactly. It just sounds <laughs> like, I'm going to open my water now. <laughs> just someone uh, doing the pressure of the water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so in a way, I find someone eating popcorn in a cinema, I find that quite stressful. And so if I see that people are eating popcorn in a cinema, I sometimes will have to get popcorn so that I can be in charge of the sounds. Maybe I've got I'm, to I'm a lot of fun. BFI to watch films because I absolutely fucking hate the cinema now. Uh, well, it's, everyone's doing what they want. It's noisy. People are doing Zoom phones. calls. But yeah. when, are you, when are you going and where are you going? Yeah, where are you going? I just go anywhere. Like they're just wherever the nearest yeah, one is. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pop along, and no, no. they're all there. Okay, this on is their where phones lighting okay. their faces up. Mid midweek afternoon. That's I went once yeah. to um a, a screening of Parasite before it had come out proper. Okay. Yes. There's a Q and A afterwards with the director. Yes. Next to me was a lady who was on her phone for most of it. Stop it. And then when there was the Q and A, talking about, talking about class and stuff yeah. like that, she was like agreeing really vocally with him, as if like. She'd watched it. As if she'd watched the film. She'd been there in a big fur coat, very posh lady. Was she reviewing it, potentially? No way. She was, because I, 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 I looked over at one point, she was WhatsApping her mate Ugh. and chatting. 
That is outrageous behaviour. What do you think of the new trendy popcorns? Your Joseph's? No. No? No. I don't want toffee on a popcorn. It makes it wet. And I don't like the... Yeah, I can't even... No cheese cheese popcorn? No, 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 no. No, no, no. What about when it's just like a fun colour? When they put, make it like fluorescent no, pink. No, I, I can't cope with anything other cool. than straight up popcorn. I don't like any fun colours. Yes, if it, I just don't, I'm not that keen on decorative food. Uh-huh. I find it quite stressful. I just feel the effort. And I feel, you know, it's enforced fun is not mm-hmm. good, as, as you found in the Crystal Maze. Yes. Do you pop your own corn? I hope that's not a euphemism. <laughs> um, I, I have... Um, in microwave popcorn in the early, well, probably I'm uh, creeping to senescence, but I remember microwave popcorn coming out and that being a, a terrifically exciting prospect that you yeah. could put it. A lot of fires, often blackened popcorn would result from overcooking it. Yeah. And in a way that was more, it was more exciting just to set the popcorn on fire and then dispose of it. That was almost the best interaction you could have, but it was never quite good. The heat was pleasant, but there would be some ones that would be molten yeah. hot and kernels. The kernels, yeah. And I'd always find it depressing that some of the kernels didn't pop. You felt like you'd failed. And then you, cr- you crunch on them all too hard and it's off to Danny Glover in the morning. Yeah, yeah. and then you spiral yeah. down. Yeah. Before you know it, you're at the That's crystal great. maze and you're having a panic attack. <laughs> also, the, the pops, so some, it's like done in the microwave. Yes. And the instructions are, when it gets down to this many seconds between yes. pops... Then yeah. let it out. Yes. So I'm there counting the seconds between the pops. And I think, yes. I don't know if, if any food's worth this. It's isn't not it? a life, yes. is it? Yeah. It's a lot like giving birth, isn't it? You've got to just count those contractions. <laughs> and I think mothers listening to this will, will appreciate the comparison. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> it's it's like almost that. as stressful waiting for those yeah. those final seconds. You don't want to leave it to... Yeah, you don't want to char them, but you don't you don't want a bag full of uh, unpopped corn. Before we move on to the main, and I know yes. you're going to say you don't like this, but chocolate covered popcorn. Oh no. no! Why? I just know you'd have a bar. My mum had a chocolate shop. What, what the hell? Yes, that's right. Yeah, lucky she wasn't my mum because yeah. had a chocolate shop in Woodbridge, Les Chocolats Belges. Wow, that's what it was called. I love that. Yes, went wow. to went to Belgium. To get chocolate, it was quite a fancy chocolate shop. It's, it sounds it. I and I um, spent every day after school in the chocolate shop. Hence my love of air conditioning, um, because it had to be kept cool because yeah. the chocolates didn't have preservatives. Yeah, and I packed up boxes of chocolates to the extent that I would rebel by buying Cadbury's, which my mum would find unbelievable. Just go, yeah. why would you buy Cadbury's mini egg when you know you've got well, high you've quality belts chocolate? The chocolate belts, Often yeah. it was too rich. Sure, but that's a yeah. So great... you can't you can't knock them back. Can no, you? you can't slam a load of violet creams and <laughs> without having to pay the consequences. What a way to rebel! Yeah, bought some mini eggs, mum. Yeah, bad luck. Just yeah, just had a curly whirly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your quality Belgian chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. that's really exciting. I mean, yeah, was there like a star of the show at the Belgian chocolate shop? Pralines were the workhorse, I'd say, of the entire shop. Chocolate praline. Yeah, Easter. Is a big. That's a big time in the chocolate trade. Uh-huh. That's really. That's Christmas. Yeah, it's, Easter's Christmas. Christmas is Christmas. Christmas is, is Easter. It's kind of like Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas is still Christmas, yeah. but Easter's like Christmas plus. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, Easter was a, a very tense time, yeah. and every year my mum would always say, "I think I've bought too many chocolates." 
She always had a pattern. Just went, good, but I bought far too many chocolates. And at the end, she go, I should have bought more chocolates. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I always found it quite a disturbing pattern. Would she go over and get them herself and bring them back? I, it was more sort of sourcing, yeah. tasting, mm. seeing the developments, what was new on the chocolate scene. Well, Did she, you ever go with her? She said. <laughs> Did you ever go to Belgium with her? Um, I didn't, no. I was too young. I'm still too young to go to Belgium. Sure. I think you really need to be mature to yeah, go to do. Belgium. One day. Yeah. Did your friends get excited that you had a chocolate shop? It's just, you know, it's not children's chocolate, Belgian chocolate. It's just quite, it just feels sort of fussy. It was quite old-fashioned. It, it was sort of, I'd say the mean age of customer was 60. It was a lot of sort of oh. treats at the end of the week. And expensive, kind of right? As well. Quite like when, expensive. When you're it a kid, sold by weight, yes. When you're a kid, you don't want to, like... Even I wasn't even going into like Thorntons. Mm. Right? No, you just exactly. want to buy. You don't want to go into Thorntons. It looks like a gift shop. Yeah. It looks like adult business in there. Yeah, I guess this is pre. I've got so many. It's pre Brexit. Oh, well, it's so almost like a charcuterie shop. of chocolates. Yes, I've got well, so many questions. It's pre Brexit. I'm so yes. excited because if, 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 if one of my friends at school yeah. had a chocolate shop, yeah, yeah, man. I'd have been there all the time. Well, so yeah. would your dad. So would my dad. My yeah. dad would be like, do you drop me off the chocolate shop? I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. course he would. No, it wasn't. I never really saw children come in. And what was this like pre-salt in chocolate and stuff? Oh, yes. This wasn't all of that kind of uh, business. And I have to say that the, the chocolates, well, I don't have to say, I'm choosing to say, let's have some autonomy. I'm choosing to say that the chocolates were excellent. Yeah. So much so that I can't really eat any chocolate now without having a slight snobby yeah. uh, reaction. I'm just going, it's fine. It's the closest I'll get to be a sommelier. I can, I do have quite a refined chocolate palate. I'm jealous, man. Yeah. yeah. This is great. Excellent milk chocolate. Very hard to do milk chocolate without it having a sort of chemically yeah. aftertaste. It's got to be fresh. You can't have preservatives. Unless you're buying chocolate from a refrigerated outlet, forget it. <laughs> forget it. Okay, it's like UHT milk. Yeah. That's basically what you're dealing with. So let me say that. If, if people take anything away from today, it, I hope it's that. Let's have a sort of uh, a pyramid yeah. of Scotch Like a Ferrero Rocher pyramid yeah. of Scotch eggs. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And, and somebody comes in yeah. and says, uh, what's the catchphrase? Oh, the ambassador's... Always but delighted it be the to ham, see you. The no, 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 that's it. 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 What is it? What? Well, um, uh, uh, hang on. Oh, the, uh, what is it? Well, the ambassador is always um, delighted to see you or something. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wrong. Really lame catchphrase. What is it? Oh, the ambassador's reception is always... Something about the ambassador's reception. Go on. The, um, uh, oh, was it voiceover or was it actually somebody speaking? I think it was a voiceover, wasn't it? The ambassador's receptions were always highly talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. And then someone would come in and say, the ambassador is always pleased to see you. <laughs> it wasn't that, was it? No, it wasn't even. Though. Close enough. It was. <sighs> Do you know? Our ambassador with these Ferrero Rochers are really spoiling us. Oh! Oh, James! <laughs> it is that yeah. really annoys me no i think you're pretty close with the ambassador is always very happy to see you here <laughs> what is oh, it again james yeah, ambassador's receptions <laughs> were always highly talked about with these ferrero rochers you're really spoiling us <gasps> that's exactly yeah. it. our ambassador with these scotch eggs you're really spoiling us okay. <laughs> there you go yeah, it's the spoiling us isn't yeah. it that's yeah. the key yeah 
I've got three brothers and three sisters. And it'd be Kay, who's four years older than me, Sharon and Paul, and sugar and water, sugar sandwiches with butter. Yeah. And then um, we'd wrap that in newspaper and put, and put the distance. It's a, it was all fields around here, but we'd go yeah. and we'd go off on and have an adventure. So, uh, yeah, still water, please. I lo- you must have been absolutely buzzing off your head. Yeah, we're off Sh- our head. Yeah. Sugar water. Do you remember, I like don't know about bee. you, do you remember playing? Do you remember when you, I'm playing? Do you remember that? What was that? It went on for hours and yeah. nothing really happened. Yeah. I'm playing. We're playing. It was go- what were the games? That, you know, if you look at books and you read American, you know, rite of passage books, when they go out and play, it's always quite structured. They're always yeah. playing baseball or something. In yeah. Britain, yeah. we did kick the can and hide and seek and we climbed trees and just we ran around. around. Yeah. Because around. of all the sugar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we used to run to our mate's house. It's Tom playing, yes. And then you'd just run to somebody else. It wasn't actually playing. Unless yeah. it was a ball or a cricket bat or something. I love the sugar water thing. Sugar, sugar water, sugar sandwiches. Yeah. Sugar sandwiches were dope. Have you ever had one? No. no it's really nice. Yeah. But I don't know the, why I've not had the one. butcher and the sugar is a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It goes sort of Absolutely. like a nice paste, like a fondant sort of. Yeah, yeah. it's delicious. It's kind of, mmm, okay. It's yeah. delicious. Sugar, <laughs> butter, white bread. Mm. White bread was a thing. We had a lot of white bread. Yeah, wonder yeah. bread, which is sugar basically. But you don't eat. We we don't really. It's you know sourdough now and rye yeah. bread. We don't do that anymore. But white bread was a thing and grew up with that. Sour bread, tap water, lots of sugar and everything. Yeah, we're all diabetic and nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. I'm diabetic. We're type two. Nobody cares. Get out of yourself. Have a pie. Ed's type one, so he's looking down yeah. on you immediately. Yeah, he's yeah, eating yeah. It. I'm the best one. Yeah. <laughs> um, what adventures would you go on? You'd have um, the... Well, we go. On, um, when you had a bike, did you do this? We had um, six bikes with your mates, uh-huh. and you just go somewhere. And uh, you didn't know where you were going. You tried to not be on the main road because you might get killed, but you'd go off the main road and go to a canal or there'd be a hill or something. So we'd go all around Dudley. The, the Tipton to Netherton Canal was a good place to go because it was just shopping trolleys in the water and puppies trying to swim after they'd been chucked in. <laughs> um, and rescue, So rescuing nearly dead puppies from the canal, eating sugar sandwiches and talking a lot and trying not to get pushed in the water by your friends. That was a big thing. Yeah. Your mate's pushing you in the water because that was funny. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, so there was a lot of that going on. And then as you got older, the, the adventures were one of you could drive. Yeah. And so they'd borrow dad's car and you'd go for miles and just maybe go to a pub and drink underage or just go for lots of driving. And there was that exploratory because I never had a car, never had any money. But my mum told me, and this is in the book, to integrate. You must integrate with the Dudley people, them. <laughs> go out there, try not to box anybody down, eat their food. And get on with people, otherwise you won't fit in. <laughs> so the whole fitting in thing meant having white friends because it wasn't really a thing in my house of friendship because we had the family. There was yeah. like seven of us, so didn't really need friends. But going out and integrating meant meeting white people and hanging out with them and going to their houses. So when I met Greg and Mac and Tom, who were my best friends in the world, who were brilliant, a bit older than me, went to grammar schools, suddenly I had a different perspective on life. I listened to different types of music. You know, Mac introduced me, introduced me to John Peel and Ty- Tyrannosaurus Rex and Emerson Lake and Palmer and Greg listened to Dylan and uh, the Beatles and Simon and Garfunkel and stuff and you know some like Genesis and things like that. So I was listening to different music. I was eat- eating different things, ham, egg and chips, pie and <laughs> chips, scotch, egg and everything with chips. Yeah. And then I'd go home and have my dinner because I'd never, I was, I was always hungry. So um, I had this weird life of trying to integrate, trying to assimilate into British culture. And it was it was an adventure. 
And so our adventures were different to earlier adventures. Our adventures were going to discos and driving everywhere and going to these pubs where people said, we don't get many darkies in here. And we're, we've got one now. Um, Oliver Shandy, please. <laughs> um, and uh, Greg tells a story about us going on this big adventure to this pub. Scotch egg crisps, pickled onions, uh, scratchings, scratchings. And um, Greg said we went in and I went to the jukebox and quite a lot of people walked out of the pub because <laughs> I was the only black guy in the pub. <laughs> and um, when I turned around from the jukebox and I'd probably put Slade on all the Rubets or something, there was, the pub was empty. So we had it to ourselves. And he said that happened a lot. And so I had to deal with that. Once I was on the telly, it was different. Everybody yeah. wanted to be near the kid who was on the telly. But when I was just this black kid in ill-fitting flares and a tank top, there was a real thing in the Midlands of, you know, what's he doing here kind of thing. But um, we overcame that. And because these guys were, honestly, they were brilliant. They drove me everywhere. They lent me money. They were kind. Um, I suddenly had this bigger idea of who I was and what I was going to do. And I don't know if you had mates who made... They, they definitely said I was funny. Mm-hmm. They're definitely, you're funny, you are, you should do something with that. And made me think like, oh, okay, I could be on stage, I could I could do that. They made me go on stage. Right. Did you have friends like that? No, I was too much of a, like, uh, show-off in my friendship group that they were like, well, he's going to do that anyway. Let's I not, completely... Let's not, let's I, not I encourage him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they yeah. tried to get me to play it down, if anything. Really? Yeah. You calm down. Yeah. Just keep it... Just, yeah. no, no, were you doing impressions amongst them and stuff like that? Were they like, yeah, yeah. you should they do that? Yeah, crap impressions too. I did, I'm not saying I was any good, but I did impressions of anything I saw on the telly, Yeah. anything I heard on the radio. So it was there was a lot of... Somebody called Adrian Just used to play the goons a lot, so I was always mm. doing... Oh, 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 I was doing that voice a lot. <laughs> I was doing anything Dave Allen did I loved. The idea of just sitting there and telling stories was quite focused, and I quite liked that. Mm-hmm. And Dave Allen was kind of cool. He had that yeah. kind of black suit, white shirt, black tie thing, cigarette, glass of whiskey, telling stories and being kind of, I don't care if you laugh or not kind of thing. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And then um, Benny Hill. Everybody loved Benny Hill at my school. Pythons. Pythons were weird because in my family we laughed at the cartoons. We liked mm-hmm. Terry Gilliam stuff. And we kind of like global hide-and-seek and the Spanish Inquisition. But my, I remember my mum, it was quite rude, but laughing at the, the Terry Gilliam cartoons. And so I kind of had a, a really good sense of what visual humour was. Yeah. And so I noticed when Terry Gilliam did the credits for the Marty Feldman show, I thought, oh, that's Terry Gilliam. I knew who Terry Gilliam was. And I kind of started to recognise writing, who'd written things. So this was stuff I hadn't been taught or anything. I hadn't been to college to learn this. I just... I knew that that might be a John Junkin joke or a Barry Cryer joke yeah. or something, mm-hmm. which is why you watched Kenny Everett and I started to be interested in who'd written it, not just Kenny, because I thought, oh, well, Kenny's just mad and funny anyway, but, oh, yeah, Barry, Barry Cryer and Ray, who's that? And who, who are these people? So, you know, I, was, I definitely wasn't thinking what my mates were thinking. Plus, I was writing jokes down. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. I don't know if you did that, but I was yeah, writing yeah. things yeah. down. And that was but as in your own stuff or cop- from things that you were seeing. You were. I was writing down things I was seeing. I was writing comments about them. I was writing how that might work if I did it. Yeah. It was a weird early attempt at craft. I think. Yeah. Of thinking mm-hmm. about thinking about why some jokes work, and so I kind of had a thing where I was thinking all the time about types of humour, and I didn't write. Never wrote. Never. You know, when I was in a writing room eating sandwiches, and and people were saying you should do this, Len. I had lots of energy, but I didn't actually write things down. I'd kind of have energy in the room. Yeah. Which is writing, mm-hmm. by the way. But it wasn't seen as writing. I started to get a credit near the end of Three of a Kind and for Lenny Henry Show. 
I started to get writing credit then because people realised that I was writing. But it was um, tricky. So writing the books has been a release, a huge release, with just me in my pants with jammy dodgers and uh, <laughs> a sh- full sugar coke, just yeah. writing on my own and listening to very loud music. <laughs> Run the jewels and very and like cake and a computer is everything. Great. So that's why I got COVID from the Run the Jewels gig. Did you? Yeah, really? Yeah, I definitely got COVID at that Run the Jewels gig. Yeah. Well, I got, uh, yeah, I, I, I tested positive enough days after that. That's the incubation period. I'm pretty sure. I got was it big? Was it a big gig? Was it a lot Brixton of people in, the, in Brixton Academy? They're kind of mad Run the Jewels. I don't quite understand it, but they are. They are very good. I think their kind of sense of percussion, in terms of the words and what they're talking about, particularly on the last album, which is all about yeah. gun, gun crime and stuff. Brilliant, really brilliant. And Killer Mike's when Killer Mike got up to make that speech to. After George Floyd died, I was it reduced me to tears, yeah. mainly because I, I thought, A, I wouldn't like it if Killer Mike stood on my foot. Have you seen how big he is? <laughs> but also because people in his family are connected to law enforcement. And he just talked about the idea that not all law enforcement is evil, that we've got to find some work, way to work together. This should not have happened. You know, it was so moving. And I just thought, God, you're great. And you write funny and witty and very potent lyrics too. I'm they are so mm. fun. Like... I was at that gig as well, and they are... Just... Did you get COVID? No, I was in the seating area. So I was... <laughs> oh, no, no, oh, no, I was... I was, I was a VIP. I was upstairs. I was We'd all had a lateral flu. <laughs> and normally I stand at gigs, but that's the first That's the first time I've sat down and thought, actually, this is way better. How can you dance, though, if you're, if you're stuck in that seat? Just wiggle around, r- wiggle around wiggle in your seat. Yeah. You're a seat wiggler. <laughs> Me too, I like seat wiggling. I can't be... Well, I saw Chris Rock, and I sat quite near the front, and I was a bit... <sighs> People snogging and eating sandwiches around you. <laughs> I would much rather have been in VIP, standing there and looking over people's heads and go, this is rather funny. He's talking about Tottenham. How does he know about Tottenham? Yes. You're going to you're going to go to Iceland? Uh, I don't think so. Because I was I went there during City Bakes. I did this series called City Bakes where I travelled all over the place. Went to Iceland and we, we made this um, bread which we buried in the volcanic sort of Oh, yeah. heated waters and we left that for 24 hours then the guys took me to their pub to try shark and it and it was that fermented shark huh. and i was like what he said you've got to try it to delicacy and i went what so <laughs> and you you everyone in the everyone in the pub left the go, pub. he doesn't seem to understand <laughs> just keep saying what <laughs> they all left the pub and literally they're all outside looking through the glasses at the bar with this barman he gave me this container he says it's in the container. So I opened it. It was like one, you know, these Russian dolls. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eventually, I got through to this little pot and I opened it up and I went, that doesn't smell all right. It literally takes about a minute for it to hit your nostrils. I had a little bit and in, in mouth. I went, it's a bit like a crab stick. Uh-huh. But then within 10 seconds, oh the ammonia God. burns your nose and the smell. Oh, jeez. Literally, wow. it took the pub about three days to clear it. So why? But they... it was worth it for the prank. <laughs> <laughs> Why have they got it then? It's, it, they don't waste food. They right. don't waste. I mean, in in Iceland, I had meringues made with uh, sheep's blood. Wow! They wow. don't waste the blood. Yeah. And if you emulsify blood with sugar, it actually emulsifies, and you can make meringues with it. Wow! So wow. they made these grey meringues, and he said, "Try it, it's meringue." It didn't tell me what was in it, so I tried it, and I went, well, "That's really unusual. It tastes good there." So it's made with blood. I went, what? Really? <laughs> and they're like, it was the what guy's turned up. He's yeah. saying it again. <laughs> He's it again. I gave him a blood meringue. 
<laughs> guess what he said. <laughs> what would you do if someone turned up on Bake Off and made sheep's blood meringue? Mm. Well, it tastes great. Yeah. I mean, um, it wouldn't be on Vegan Week. But I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it did taste like, but they don't waste anything. Yeah. You know, if you're going to eat an animal, you know, they don't waste anything. The eyeballs, the whole thing, mm. tripe. I mean, they eat everything. And you think, fair play. Yeah. Um, they're not going to waste everything. Okay, and that was the survival thing in in Iceland. Yeah, that's what I mean. Probably not meringues. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> okay, no, we need some meringue, <laughs> and we got nothing to eat. Let's make a meringue. Have we any cream? <laughs> you brought up meringue and cream, and I thought about asking you about baked Alaska gate, but but you know that was. <laughs> I'm sure you've moved on from that. We we asked Sue Perkins about it when she was on the pod. Oh yeah, she talked about it for a bit. It you was know, bad there. I know you're all probably still We're obsessed with the Baked Alaska Gate. Yeah, we are yeah. obsessed with when, when he threw the Baked Alaska in the bin. Well, he threw, he did throw it away. And the problem is, <laughs> we we were upset that he threw it away. Yeah. Sue came running over to me. I was in the green room. Yeah. Uh, Ian, he said he's yeah. just throwing his Baked Alaska in the bin. I went, what? Of course you did. Of course you said that. <laughs> so I came back. I came back and I went, "Have you been doing?" He said, "Oh, well, it was a mess." Of mess. Basically, his ice cream was never going to set. Yeah. And I think it was Diane uh, was there. Diane had opened up the fridge or moved something out of the fridge. But it was literally out for a minute. Mm. So his recipe was essentially wrong anyway. But the fact is he threw everything away. Mm. We had nothing to judge. And what does that tell, you know, for the kids watching it? What it means is if you throw a hissy fit and chuck everything in the bin, you're still going to do all right. Yeah. That's not what we were trying to say. So hence him leaving. Yeah. I mean. Because you are, like, if even if it showed up like a complete soup, like... James, yes. James's did. You will still taste it and yeah. go. I see what yeah. you were going for, and that yeah, was the yeah. flavour you were going for. And and even things if, went if it wrong. was just a meringue, yeah. and all the ice cream had gone. At least we're eating something. Yeah, but to do nothing and just have a fit and throw it in a bin is probably not the best thing. I felt for. I, I think he regrets that. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I'm sure. I tell you what, though, his sister now has a baked Alaska business. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going really well. She really thrived over lockdown. I have three. Uh, let me look at my. No, yes, three oyster-related stories. <laughs> Each of them, each of them involving a famous person. Oh, this oh, is now, great. For, for a food podcast. I mean, this is yeah, manna yeah, this from is, heaven. This is falling, this is falling into our laps here. This is okay, so, so Tom Jones, James yeah. Corden, Dale Winton. Wow. You choose the order. Who are we starting with? I personally would like to go. I'm asking you for your starter. Hang on, should we say? I think you will choose the same. Same time, right? Okay, okay. so it's going from first to first to, to last. To last. Okay. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. James and Jones <laughs> Winton. Yeah, you, okay. were, you were yeah, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. So, James, okay. The second time I went back to do a second series of this show in Australia, in Sydney, and it was the same time that James was touring the world with the History Boys, the National Theatre, yeah. and the same time that he and Ruth were getting Gavin and Stacey together, and they'd given me the script and asked me to play Uncle Bryn, and I was reticent because I thought he's quite similar to Keith Barrett uh -huh. in that he's a naive, well-meaning Welshman, and I still harboured ambitions to be Robert De Niro at that stage, and I thought, well, I can't just keep on doing this thing. Hey, turns out you can. Um, <laughs> so... I was undecided. So we meet up one day, he and I, uh, at the beach at Manly, and uh, we chatty, chat, chat. And I thought, mm. but the, the oyster thing was, I took him out for lunch. There's a lovely restaurant in Rose Bay called Catalina. And from there, you see the the, the, the seaplanes landing and taking off. It's it's so gorgeous. And I take him there, and I'm now, I'm really on my oyster kick by now. I'm Mr. Oyster. Mm -hmm. And I say to James, we've got to have oysters. Because James, well, now is who he is. He he was this very provincial kid from High Wycombe, you know, oh, you know, like mm -hmm. that, you know. Uh, I said, you want some oysters? Oh, I've never had an oyster. 
And I said, well, it'd be good. Oh, I don't know, Bobby. Um, he calls me Bobby. Yeah. I'm not sure. I said, well, come on, we have some oysters. So he would he would only have it. You know, you can get those deep fried oysters. Yes. The ones that, so he would settle for that. I thought, yeah. well, okay, it's something. Oh, no, 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 no. He tried. He tried a normal one. So he has it, right? It's all there ready to go. Put some vinaigrette on it, right? And he sits there, right? The man who would conquer the world. But this is before that. And he sits there and he looks nervous and he goes and he tips it up. Put it into his mouth, but he keeps it in his mouth, right? <laughs> and then you look at his face, and of course he's a wonderful actor, but this was all real, but he's showing you everything. So he sat there and he looks terrified, right? <laughs> terrified. And he's like this. <laughs> but then he starts to get a sense of the flavours. Oh, it's quite nice. So then he goes, mm. oh, and his face is changing. And he starts to sort of chew a little. Mm. And he's about to swallow... When the weather changes in his mind, oh no, he doesn't like this. <laughs> and the fear comes back and he goes, and he spits it out into a napkin. Oh, oh no. Oh dear. Oh and at, dear. That, at that point, did you look at that and think this guy's going to conquer the world? He's going to conquer the I world. Thought, I thought, I thought, this provincial bozo is going nowhere. <laughs> this small town Sam, he ain't going to amount to nothing. So, Tom Jones. Tom Jones, please. When we did Islands in the Stream, number one, thank you very much, um, for comic relief. Yes, it's a novelty record, but I don't like to think of it that way. Um, we went for a dinner. Me, Claire, James, Ruth, Tom, his son, who's his Gordon's manager. Gordon's in this one as Gordon's well. Gordon's in this one. He makes a cameo in this Gordon, one. Yeah, he was there, yeah. 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 So, so we go for dinner at this sort of chef's table at Corrigan's restaurant, which is in Mayfair. And uh, if you ever spend time around Tom Jones, he is the ultimate alpha male. Uh-huh. And they order, what do you want for study? I love uh, oysters. <laughs> right. And we think, well, how many? Well, I would, I would never have more than six oysters. I love a dozen. Good God, a dozen oysters? I mean, good, that's a lot of oysters, right? That's why he's so potent. Right? Yeah. 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 And I'll never forget... You know, you know, you get the section of lemon in yes. muslin, muslin. Yeah. So he gets it, and it was just the way he squeezed the lemon over the twelve oysters was one of the most manly things. You know, what's that flight of the Concords line? I'm so proud. All the women in the front row got pregnant. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like that. I wouldn't. I would have recommended pregnancy tests for those because it was so. As he did it, I was watching him, and I kind of went. <laughs> it was just, you know, because he's from he's from a, another era. I mean, he's, he's super successful now in this era. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. He comes from another time, doesn't he, you know? Yeah. I know, it was amazing. So that's my that's my second. So when when he, like, revealed the lemon after he'd squeezed it, yeah. did it look like it had been through a juice? Left left there was nothing left of yeah. it. That, that lemon was done. When Tom Jones is shucking the oysters, is he, like, Doing some of his trademark, you know, noises in between the no, oysters. No. It's a lovely thought, isn't it? You, you, you know, do, Would you like me to imagine what that would sound like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to, huh, I'm going to, I'm going to eat the oyster, you know, with my mouth. And you go, huh, yeah. oh, exactly, yeah, right. Mm. Tastes, it tastes good, as if good is an exotic yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, so that, shucking that was... doesn't mean just eating, by the way. Shucking, oh, yeah, shucking is the opening. opening. Yeah, yeah, shucking, shucking is, is, is opening. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. already shucked. They were shucked. He although he could shuck them himself with his bare hands. He'd probably oh, do yeah. with his teeth. Matt I imagine he'd open them with his teeth. <laughs> just... yeah. 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 So that was that was him. And then the Dale one, lovely Dale Winton, no longer with us. Uh, there was a New Year's Eve some years ago, and we had Dale who I got to know a little bit, I ended up doing on a few things with him, and David Walliams came, because they were big friends, came for New Year's Eve dinner 
at the house. And the wonderful house guests, they, they brought presents for the boys and everything. They were charming and everything. And we had oysters and we prepared the oysters. And Dale went, oh, oh no, I've never had an oyster. He'd never had. We've all had oysters in this yes. room. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, He'd never had an oyster. You sort of assume that once somebody is enjoying the fruits of their labours, mm. that they're going to broaden there and they're gonna, they'll are going to they have been in a situation where, you know, as I say, I didn't until I was 35, 36, 37. Anyway, never mind. So I gave Dale his first oyster, first oyster, and he liked it. I suppose he spent a lot of time in that supermarket. I'm not sure yeah. they had oysters in there, did they? <laughs> it's not really a supermarket. I've never food. made that. That's funny. I've never made that connection. Yeah, supermarket. So there we are. Those are my three, and in in many ways, they're in, in descending order of entertainment, aren't they? As we've discovered. <laughs> Let's get onto your dream side dish. You got all this lovely seafood barbecue, seafood platter. What are you having on the side? Big tub of homemade mayonnaise, so which I've already mentioned. That's, so, so that's a side, side dish. The side is the big tub of mayonnaise. Yeah, you don't need anything else. Absolutely big fair enough. Big tub of mayonnaise. Big yeah. tub of mayonnaise. Just yeah. stinking in the sun. I just there's something so luxurious and then just and quite sort of carnal as well of like getting a big bit of lobster and taking a whole lobster out of the shell and then dunking it into that <laughs> big bowl of lemon mayonnaise, just dunking it in, mold and salt sprinkled on top of it, yeah. and then oh, yeah. stuffed it. I've got a bag of it in my pocket, which I keep Sorry? with me at all times. Oh, mold and salt. Oh, I because... it was the mayonnaise. What was the lemon mayonnaise <laughs> that you had a bag of? No. Because but just, just for the listener, that is a uh, that bag. What's that made of? The bag? What material? Oh, it's is a that? calico bag with a union jack. That has a union jack on it that's yeah. full of salt that you yeah. always carry around in your pocket everywhere because yes. any any restaurant anybody's house that i've ever been into they say oh no no it's all sorted in advance again no believe me it yeah. never has enough for me when you so were checked at barbara streisand was the bag of salt in your pocket it was yeah that's great it was great because we'd just been there. at the governor's ball dinner yeah and um so yes it was there so it was always there all yeah. night long yeah it, oh man i love that <laughs> there's some place if you walk in and say you've got a bag of salt in your pocket they're going to really misinterpret what you mean yeah. by that Rich. that's just a showbiz circle <laughs> yeah well i've been through the airport you know hand luggage and you have to explain what these white crystals are in there but um i should have shares in molden salt honestly molden's molden's gold standard stuff right? gold standard yeah we've we both really got into Hall and Mon as well which is a yeah. fantastic Welsh salt ah, I don't know really about that, one. that Richard okay. yeah it's very very good right. I don't know how dedicated you are to the Molden brand but how oh, completely Mon, yeah I should have shares in it the amount of money I've spent, <laughs> spent on it what's the, the one the Welsh one is called what Hall and Mon Hall and Mon can you say that with a Welsh accent no no I need a coach yeah okay let me get on the floor let me get on the floor and I can do it okay. for you <laughs> We love to hear from the National Treasures, James, but the other people we like to hear from are the crazy characters that we introduce people to. Here are some crazy characters. We've got Grandma Crunch, the Robin Hood crew, and everyone's favourite waitress. You want that jumbo? Here's Flo and Joan, Taryn Edgerton and Claudia Jesse. I'm not really a cereal boy. Uh-huh. I find, because I'm type 1 diabetic, they can be too sugary oh, yeah, sometimes. But... You don't know this about me. Yeah. I found a new type of cereal that's for health people. I don't know this. Um, which is like a protein cereal, but very low in sugar, and it's called Grandma Crunch. <laughs> um, I think that's the bleakest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> How long have you resisted telling me that? Because you wanted to save it for the podcast. Because I've been eating it for a couple of months now, and every yeah, time yeah. I eat it, I think I can't wait to tell James about Grandma Crunch. I imagine... <laughs> 
<laughs> the front of that box is a, it looks like Tony the Tiger, but it's a grandma. Yeah. She's absolutely heavy. Cartoon grandma. Yeah, grandma yeah. crunch. Grandmas are famously hurtling towards death. Why would you want to brand your cereal as something crunch. that you will die soon? Grandma crunch. No grandma wants to hear a crunch. No. <laughs> Maybe that's the tagline of no grandma wants to hear a crunch. Yeah. Except for in her cereal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The only crunch a grandma needs to hear. What kind of uh, yeah. cereal is grandma crunch? Well, there's a range of flavours. I've only tried the peanut butter brownie one, but I mean, it tastes Ooh. it tastes of nothing. Oh, it doesn't really doesn't... taste of peanut butter or brownies. Yeah, and they sort of they're because they're like it's like six grams of sugar per bowl or something. Mm-hmm. So you bite in and it's like weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like quite flakes? meaty. No, they're balls. Oh, little balls. I was not expecting that. Were you, were you expecting the flakes? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I associate flakes with old people. So like, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah. No, balls a... feels like quite. I Quite think a young of like, cereal. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. think of like golden nuggets <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> well, look, grandma's grandma. a, grandma Crunch is a jazzy lady. You know? She's young at heart. Yeah, exactly. She got glasses, Grandma Crunch. What's she, what's she I think like? from memory, yeah, I think she's yeah. got glasses. I've not spent a huge amount of time looking at Grandma Crunch. Well, <laughs> I also imagine know. she's got like a little pirate hat and like a pirate sword, just because there's something about the word crunch that makes me think that they're like Captain, just, Captain, yeah, Crunch. Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. Captain I guess go, maybe why. she's Captain Crunch's grandma. Grandma. Yeah. Or Captain Crunch's wife. But was, yeah. you know, wife when Captain Crunch was big, and now she's grandma. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, he wouldn't call her Grandma Crunch. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know but what the guy's into. She might be branding it herself. He might not be involved. So her might. main thing about herself is that she's she main identifies as a grandma. Yeah. At the time, though, when Captain Crunch was big, she would identify as Mrs. Crunch. Mrs. Crunch. Yeah. Mrs. <laughs> Crunch's Crunch? wife. But now she's in her old age. She's Grandma Crunch. Grandma Crunch. I'm sure. Now. And he'll be Grandpa Crunch. Captain Crunch is Grandpa Crunch. Yeah. I don't think if you're a captain though, you never lose that title, right? So I think no. you probably keep that. You, you always keep that. You're always yeah. lording that. I think he's more much. likely to call himself Captain Grandpa. <laughs> Gra- captain Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. I would eat cereal called Captain Grandpa. Oh, that would good. make me feel like I was yeah. ready for the day. Yeah. What kind of cereal would Captain Grandpa be? Just the dust. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, just dust. If I had it my way. I always wonder, actually, when, when, when yeah. I listen to this show, what the who the other guests are. You know? Well, this is up to you. Mm. Look, this is your dream meal. If you if you want to be eating alone, fine. If you want other guests in there, fine. Well, I sort of always imagine that it's kind of like the background cast of the movie Disney's Robin Hood. You know, uh, sort of animals dressed up in yeah. in kind of you know medieval costumes, <laughs> having larks. But the background you... cast, you don't want the main players. Absolutely no. not. No. I don't want anyone <laughs> to pull focus. <laughs> background cast of the animated Robin Hood who are. Animals. Animals dressed exactly, like, uh, and they're all doing slightly the same thing over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you the same like. sort of action on repeat yeah. <laughs> in the hope that you won't You're notice. You're such an it. actor that you have extras in new restaurants and no one pulls focus. <laughs> 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 um, no other stars in here, please. Yeah, yeah. No foxes. <laughs> I have stars. I know a few stars that you wouldn't invite to dinner. Really? Yeah, yeah. Helena Bonham Carter, uh, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> Gary Newman, yeah, Gary Newman, Gary, Oldman. <laughs> Gary Newman was not in the, any of the Harry Potter franchise films, <laughs> but they would all ruin it for you, wouldn't they? They'd turn up and tell you what happens at the end of Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. So you so. can't risk it. You can't risk that. Yeah. What specific animals? Do you any specific background animals? It makes me think of. I think of a perhaps like an alligator blowing yeah. a long trumpet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that conjure an image? And that's that... not going to pull focus. Huh? Yeah, that's going to come on. <laughs> It's already oh, that's going to drown out the country of the poppadoms, at least. <laughs> no, because I've... I... 
Are you pre-arranging with the alligator? Going, I was right, going to get him to mime. I was going to get him to mime. But actually, what I might do is get him to toot every time yeah. I crunch a popper. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good yeah, idea. Yeah. Cool. That would work in so many situations. What, if you had an alligator following your ass? Yeah, with a tooting. Whenever you farted, maybe. Whenever you farted or like in some... Uh, Japanese toilets, you, you can play music that's supposed to cover up the sound of you going to the toilet if you're like in a line of cubicles. Yeah. Wow. So instead, you could take the alligator to. Well, what would you do? Would you give him a signal? Would you give him a wink? I think he'd, he'd, he'd know. know. Yeah. He's got to be watching. He's got to have his eye on that. that no, I think he's in the cubicle. Well, that's what he's being you. paid for. Are you paying him or is he. You must be paying him. Not initially. Right. And we'll see how he does. So he has a sort of what? phase where he's. Well, what's his what? motivation for doing it in the first place? <laughs> Not it's a good job, man. How's he earning a living? Well, it's not a good job. He's not getting bloody paid, is it? <laughs> he does a good job, then I'll pay him. If I prove my worth, I'm going to get paid for this. Yeah. Alligators are living creatures too as well, you know. Yeah, all right, fine. Ed. Yeah. All right, I'll give him a quid or something. <laughs> a quid for every like Trump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's a lot of money, actually. Yeah. Quid, yeah. <laughs> if you've ever been around Ed. <laughs> most, most of the editing Benito has to do is get a bit of Ed's flatulence. <laughs> Every time it cuts to the little music in between the sections, that's that, a fart. Yeah, that's yeah. not. There's no editing there. That's just we're still yeah. sat here, and I've just yeah. done a really long fart. Also, Ed's farts are extra loud because every time he does them, he goes <laughs> like that as well. He goes, <laughs> yeah, because they're second by surprise. I'm always scared by them. Yeah, and he yeah. gets really surprised yeah. by them, don't you? <laughs> surprised and slightly excited by yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sensation yeah. he wasn't expecting. Yeah, it's, every time it's a new new sensation. Yeah. <laughs> so the actually, I'd have to pay the alligator quite a lot of money. I think. Yeah, yeah. it'd be a lot of work. Yeah. If I had a quid every time Ed Gamble farted. Yeah. 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 Like I'd be friends. an alligator with a trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a place called Veggie Corner in Coventry. Is number four. Gosh, in Coventry as So well. the fourth one on the list is a veggie place. I'm in Coventry on Saturday watching QPR play Coventry. Well, you might want to go to Veggie Corner and get the best veggie battered sausage that you could get. And it's number four on a list of over 4,000, nearly 5,000. Oh, my goodness. Places. Benito, have you looked it up? Veggie Corner? Does it look legit? Not only do Veggie Corner do a battered sausage, they also do a vegan jumbo battered sausage as well well that's gonna be the fucking one isn't it (laughs) that's gonna be the bloody one do you know what the word jumbo Mm -hmm. isn't used enough we don't hear it used very much jumbo jet jumbo sausage are the only two i can really think of yeah (laughs) what else do you think you could you could you use it for like like jumbo jumper yeah i would love to wear a jumbo jumper i'd love to have a jumbo bed instead of a king size bed jumbo bed that's good yeah, I think all of that would be great. Like, I guess jump. Do they have like jumbotron? Oh yeah, guys like the, the big, scre- the big, big screen. screens at sports games is called the jumbotron. Yeah. I feel like it would be something like a chain restaurant would do as well. You know, where it was very big to supersize in America yeah. on McDonald's. Maybe there'd be like another burger joint. They'd be like, "You want that jumbo? Do you want that jumbo? <laughs> See yeah, my accent. Yeah. Want- I would love <laughs> there we that. go. You want that jumbo? <laughs> <laughs> You've got that part uh, of slightly nervous waitress absolutely uh, sign up. Anything nervous? Do you want I've that jumbo? <laughs> Let's make you want that jumbo. <laughs> 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 like, like there's, a, there's a table of mobsters all having yeah. a meal. You want I like that, that jumbo, like the, sir? I like the gabagool, please. You want that jumbo? <laughs> That's amazing. She's great. She is great. Oh, I because you would be nervous if the mobsters were there. If they're known for just slipping out and killing anyone for whatever yeah. reason. Absolutely. Yeah. They might be offended by, do you want that jumbo? And she's worked there for years. <laughs> or it could be her first day. It could be her first day. She's been told that's the mob table. Don't yeah. offend them. You go over there, Sally. Yeah. Yeah. You want that jumbo? <laughs> 
That's got me. Mumbo jumbo. Mumbo jumbo. Mumbo jumbo. Yeah, I mean, you know, often used. I, I think by the wrong people in a, in, a, in a rather you know dismissive fashion. I think they've taken oh, yeah. the word jumbo and they've completely. You know, maybe that's why people don't use jumbo that much because they've ruined it. Well, what does that mean? Does that suggest that? If you're talking nonsense, you're talking mumbo. But if you're talking loads of nonsense, you're talking mumbo jumbo. <laughs> yes, mumbo jumbo. Yeah. You want that jumbo? You want that jumbo? You want that jumbo? It's quieter and quieter every time. It's I mean, yeah, there's a casting I really director like listening to this. The nervous waitress nervous who has Sally. to ask some mobsters if they want it in jumbo. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great character. Whoa, those characters were crazy. Crazy, but not controversial. No, because we like to think of ourselves as a gentle, amusing food chat podcast, James. But we're edgy as hell. Yeah, hey, we can't help it. Every now and again, the tabs, the Lloyds will get on us and try and make stories out of our little innocent interviews about food. It's crazy. Look, we're edgy guys, but we're not as edgy as Jamali Maddox. He had some hot takes when he came on the podcast. About food and drink. Let's hear them. (laughs) Like, I just, I, I genuinely hate, I think it's the worst drink possible. Yeah. That and red wine are the two worst drinks. Oh, really? Red wine? Red here, wine's unfortunately, we part, we part ways here, Jamal. Oh, we parted ways <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't the breaking of our friendship, man. <laughs> no, but I, uh, I, yeah, red wine as well, Bist. That. I, I find every, I've had red wine that is mad expensive yeah. and Bigfoot cheap, and they all taste the same. It all tastes like butter and vinegar. <laughs> it all tastes like butter and vinegar. Butter, it is foul. butter and vinegar. Yeah, butter and vinegar. No, no, butter, butter. butter yeah. yeah, sorry. Butter and vinegar. Oh, yeah, I can't tell why you thought I weren't saying butter there. Uh, but, yeah, but it's all trash. Yeah. I hate all red wine, bro. Oh, that's breaking my heart. You like red wine? I love red wine. Ah, see, yeah. I like good, you red, changed good red wine. I've not changed. I mean, you Are you kidding me? To be fair, to be fair, I've seen you drinking Merlot for a long <laughs> yeah, time exactly, still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't, I don't like red wine either, so I put that up there with my two worst. Yeah. And I tried the whole red wine with the cheese and the red wine with the, with the meat and the, mm-hmm. all trash. How do you feel about this? I love a sparkling red wine. Wow. Do you know what? I I don't I I don't hate that more. I don't know why, but I don't know why that doesn't. I don't Would hate, you hate that. that as much as sparkling water and red wine. Actually, I think it's weird that you put water in your wine. No, 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 no. But as in a sparkling, as is sparkling. Red oh, wine, sparkling like a red wine. Oh, that's fine. I mean, like... at, the, at that point, I don't care what you do with your nasty shit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying red wine's dead. I don't care what you do yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. I, I had. I went abroad recently where mm. the local drink was half red wine, half Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah where'd uh, you go to the madhouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's it's called, uh, Calimocho. Calimocho. Where's uh, this? Uh, it is in the Basque country. Bilbao, I had it in. Oh, okay, okay. And it was delicious. I got, was really, good. I got really into them. Yeah. Nah, it's just you're not convincing me, man. I, I, I just think about red wine. It's just that, it, and the taste never leaves your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I can drink white wine. Yeah. If you ask me, think of the taste of white wine, I couldn't think of it. But red wine is so implanted in my mind. Do you think it, it's so, because I sort of feel like that about some white wine. I've changed my mind about it recently. Mm. But I think because the first white wine I had was so disgusting mm. and so vinegary and so like sharp that that's what stuck with me, even when I've had like more approachable white wines. Do you like rose? Yeah. Like I could rose. drink a rose. Whispering Angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could bring I a love rose. Whispering Angel. I love Whispering Angel. I like uh, my favorite drink's a baby sham. 
Is it? Yeah. You are the, uh, consistently <laughs> the most contrary person I've ever met, Jamali. I drink a baby chef. You will wait for someone to think, I've got the hang of Jamali. And I then do you'll baby say the chef. complete opposite. Oh, I love a, ba- love a baby chef. Love a baby chef. I only drink baby chefs. <laughs> I go to like one of you know the really old school tough pubs and yeah. they go what are you drinking baby sham baby sham yeah classy man oh fuck classy man that's like a <laughs> that's a very on brand Jamali thing to do to yeah. go in everyone's as tough as possible oh, yeah. I'm going to order that yeah and, and I want a baby sham rattle some cages yeah, yeah. That, but yeah. that baby sham that was the pile of hate thy noble yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> so this owl is not nice um L as well I can piss off but um L, L is gash isn't it <laughs> Come on, like, it depends what you're gash, talking about. I, yeah, I struggle with like Guinness. Cups, with cups. Guinness is overrated. Oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> Guinness overrated. It's absolutely fam. extreme. Ed loves Guinness so much. Guinness. <laughs> you like Guinness? Oh, I, Guinness. Well, I did a show in uh, uh, Dublin, and I remember I came. <laughs> oh, my, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I came on stage with like a Guinness, and I went, "Hey," <laughs> and I went. Ah, not for me. <laughs> Put it down the rest of the gig. And I was like, what is this, brother? It just tastes like metal. <laughs> from yeah, dead drink, awesome, fam. Yeah. Lovely. Nah, you're mad. Guinness so you go for still water then? Still, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still water. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah, still water. Like, because really, there's only a couple variations of the same thing. Like, noodles is pasta. <laughs> just what I'm saying, though? Like, it's the same thing. So yeah. it's like, for me, there's only so many variations of the same thing. Yeah, well, you and think all red wine tastes the same. It, all so. the, it, that's, that's facts. But So noodles is pasta. So if you... Noodles <laughs> is pasta. Couscous is rice. Why, why are we to, fucking if around? You, if you went for a ramen... Yeah. And they brought it, and it was full of fusilli, you'd yeah. be all right with that, would you? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you'd be okay. Do you know, it. Do you know even, what? even though once you made people bring out some sauces you weren't going to eat, <laughs> oh, yeah, you'd yeah. be fine with someone bringing the wrong pasta. Do you know what? I, I, at first I'll be mad, and then I'd have respect for him. Do you know what? He's doing it his way. He's a renegade, and I respect that. I'll go. I'll go. Is is? And he goes, yes, it's what he noodles does. Is pasta. And I go, yeah. all right. Yeah. I vibe with it. Agree with that guy. But yeah. it can't. That noodles are pasta, though. No. Well, they're a version yeah, yeah, of I... the same sort of basic carb, yeah. right? But they do taste different. Yeah, I think it, they taste different based on the sauce. Like, if I gave you noodles, yeah, yeah, and I banged some carbonara sauce on that, yeah, I think you wouldn't know. You okay. wouldn't know? No. Okay, I've had a very similar dish to that, and you do know. Oh, you do? At a restaurant called Nishi in New York, which is David Chang restaurant. It was like udon, but with like a sort of carbonara-y sauce. Oh, no, yeah, it was yeah. cacio pepe, I think. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. udon. It was fantastic. It and was you, nice. You can, you can tell. You can tell. You can tell. <laughs> the egg, you think? Uh, they use more egg because it's like egg noodles. Are like They were rice noodles, so oh. I guess it's the lack of egg noodles, so it's not like oh. a pasta with all the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was very, it was very okay. good. Uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah, but even like... So the, the point I was making is bread is in my diet enough. Yeah. I'll still grab a naan. Yeah. I'm assuming you meant naan bread when you said bread. No, any bread. Oh, any bread. Oh, Any bread for the start of your meal. Okay, because poppadoms is only like... I guess, I, yeah, I only eat poppadoms at Indian place. Mm-hmm. I mean, like also, that. I guess this is just like anything that you would have at this point in the meal that they bring out before you got your main meal. So I'd also allow prawn crackers, oh, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like a prawn cracker too. Yeah. Oh, do you know, I really hate when you go to a restaurant and they bring you out bread, lovely piece of bread, and then the butter's hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Piss off with that. Yeah. 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 You, you, can, you can fuck off with that. I hate that. You've got to give me some nice butter. But if it's not like good, freshly baked bread, mm-hmm. Now, you can't just give me a, a slice of hovis, mate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That you just put a circle in. Yeah. I'm, I'm kicking off. <laughs> a little bit. Do you know what my favorite bread is when I go harvester? 
Oh, yeah. I'll eat so much bread at Harvester. Oh, will you? Yeah, I love but that, Harvester. Is that freshly baked bread? Yeah. <laughs> In the morning, mate. You don't, you don't think they ain't got bakers waking up crack a door just to feed your belly and you're just out here disrespecting them? So you go to Harvester in the morning? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> I, but before I eat breakfast, that's where I go. I go Harvester <laughs> and I grab bread. I like Harvester. Harvester's, yeah. weird. Harvester's that thing of that quintessential British thing of eat is shit, but it's nostalgic. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean, yeah, though? It fills you up. And it's, yeah, it's it cheap it early bird special, bro. I've yeah. raised on that. From uh, probably door to door, um, less than two minutes from a harvester. Oh. And I've lived there for three or so years now. And I've never been in the harvester. Really? Because when I first moved there, all my stuff was in boxes. And I thought, if I start going to the harvester for mm. my food, I'm just going to go to the harvester all the time. Yeah. So I, dis- I made sure I did Slippery slope. But <laughs> yeah. I'm currently in the process of trying to move. And my plan is the final day. I'm going to go to the, the harvester, harvester for my farewell early, meal. Go early bird special and go on a weekend. Yeah. Bro, if you ain't seen white people like you see harvester on that early bird special <laughs> in the weekend, bro, that's different white people, because I'm telling you, bro, they bang out early bird special, bro. And you see that like, old people from the home and that, they come out yeah. and they get that, bro, they, they stack up on that salad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get them croutons and that. From the salad bar. And they wear their best, they wear, they wear their Sunday best. <laughs> yeah. You see them, bro, wearing their Sunday best and that. They iron that blue ink T-shirt. <laughs> them Kappa track suits looking fire, bro. Thanks, Jamali, for those hot potatoes. Whoa! Now, we could talk about lots of different food inventions that guests have come up with this year, but really, only one needs mentioning. Paul Chowdhury. Be main course. Main course. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. You're talking like this is a new concept to you, the main course. This is a very difficult. There's so many to choose from here, you see. Mm. Yeah. With all the cuisines I've yeah. experimented with around the globe. Uh-huh. It depends what mood you're in as well. And if I'm having a cheat day, yeah. right, with Greg and Russell Howard, it depends what I would go for. And one of my favorite dishes when I was in Italy, and it was cooked in its natural and habitat, and as it was supposed to be cooked, which you don't really find in London. Uh-huh. Was cacio pepe, cacio pepe, yeah. which is cooked yeah. in a bat huh? of cheese, which is actually cooked in a bat of cheese, like a massive cheese ball, and they open it up and they cook it in the cheese bat. Bat, yeah. What do you now, mean by bat of cheese? Like a bat of cheese. We've not heard this phrase before. I <laughs> might be wrong, but I would say like a wheel of cheese or something. Like a bat of cheese, isn't a it? A bat of cheese. Yeah. What? Yeah, you haven't never heard that expression before. No. B-A-T? Yeah. <laughs> no. A bat of cheese? Yeah. I... Which means what? Which means like a big lump of cheese. A bat? Yeah. But Did you guys do English literature or language? Yeah. Yeah. To, to, to never G- heard that phrase before. G-C-C, a bat like, of cheese? T- no. And I'm, look, I'm sure it... I'm sure that's the phrase, but I've just never heard it and you presented it. Because you said it's cooked in a bat and I was like, what? Yeah. A bat? Cooked... Like a... A, a bat of cheese. Look, I'm just going to Google bat of no, cheese. No, I don't, I don't want to Google it. No. I think we just leave it. We'll let the producer let's <coughs> have a look if this is real. <laughs> Did you mean bag of cheese is what's come up? I Paul? meant bag of cheese. <laughs> you meant bag of cheese. Oh, no, bat of cheese. Let's keep it to, just maybe just check that Google. Is it, are you bat on? Bat of cheese. Have you got internet reception there? Yes, he's got internet reception. And he's Googled bat of cheese and all that's come up is, Did you mean bag of cheese? <laughs> well, this was in Rome. He's on Google in the UK. He's on UK, so if he was Italian Google, it would say, yes, that's what we cook. Can you put that shit Can you see bat of cheese? Can you write bat of cheese in Italian? Bat of cheese, Italy. 
Google that. No, no, write it in Italian. Do the well, translation. Well, go on Google Translate. <laughs> Bat of cheese into Google Translate. Do you mean like wheel of cheese? Like a whole Not cheese? Not like wheel of fortune. <laughs> Pipistrello di formaggio. Is that what you just put? What's yeah. coming up? Let me have a look. What has come up when you put um, Pipistrello di uh, formaggio into Google is, um, from what I can make out, a little canapé, which is a rolled up ball of cheese which has been dyed black, and they've stuck olives for eyes and big tortilla chips in it for ears so they look like bats. That's the main Google thing. If you Google that, bat of cheese in Italian, it comes up with a Halloween uh, novelty snack that you would serve up to guests when they arrive, where they've made balls of cheese look like bats by putting tortilla chips in the ears. That's the the main course. (laughs) It says Pipistrelli to Halloween. So do you want Pipistrelli to Halloween for your main course? Well, I've said better cheese. Yeah. So that's what you're going to have. Pipistrelli to Halloween. Yeah. That's your main course. Yeah. Yep. yeah. The Caccia Pepe's gone now. Well, and the Caccia Pepe. Yeah. Yeah. But you wouldn't like side. Pipistrelli to Halloween as well. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. Do you like bats as, as an animal? No. 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 <laughs> Quick as you've answered a question. <laughs> Not a big fan of bats. Don't no. like them. But I do like a bat of cheese. Yeah. Yeah, you like a bat of cheese. Yeah, a pipistrelli. A pipistrelli to Halloween. Thanks, Paul. You're mad. And I'm looking at what we have to talk about next, and I'm not liking it one bit. Yeah, James, this is going to be pretty controversial, man. This is about Bake Off. We have been trying to compile the Bake Off cinematic universe surrounding your appearance, and we really, really got stuck in this year. It was a hot topic. It was a hot topic, and we got some... Do you know what? We got some perspectives this year that changed how I viewed that day. There was there were some things that I didn't know took place, and and also just ways that certain people felt about it that I wasn't aware of. Yeah. We got Paul Hollywood, Nadia Hussein, and Rylan Clark all talking about Bake Off. Welcome, Paul, to the Dream Restaurant. <laughs> I like it. You ruined my fucking life! <laughs> <laughs> now, James, that's not how you introduce the guest, is it? I'm scared. Can I leave? <laughs> Sorry, I've erupted out, 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 out of the lamp Very in a, in a bit of a mood. Sorry, Paul. You've got an angry genie today, Paul. Sorry, Paul. Sorry. Ruined my life. <laughs> James, give Paul a proper introduction. Welcome to Dream Restaurant. It's been here for some time. <laughs> I can't remember you being in the Bake Off tent, James. What? <laughs> it's all I hear. Noon till night. Noon till night. Did you all get, anyone ever Did you something. get a handshake? Did you get a, did you get a handshake? <laughs> no. No. Not even off camera. You're very... This is what the, the listeners don't know, is that off camera you're very stingy with that because you're like, you know that your handshake means something. So you're like, no, 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 no. You don't get it. Not with us. You, not with our what? group that was on. What? It was handshakes all day. Handshakes all yeah, day? Yeah. I, think, I think everybody got one. I was one. too yeah. cocky, maybe. I don't know what it was. I didn't get no handshake. It was... Uh, I, mean, I tell you what. I didn't get a handshake for my bakes. <laughs> do you remember what you did on your sick? What? On your signature bake? What did you do? What are you talking about? <laughs> you played dumb with me? James, you're going to have to have a normal conversation at some point during this episode. <laughs> I can't remember what I did. It's just like someone murdered my family and it's just like <laughs> oh what i murdered so many people i can't remember but think how many episodes of bake-off that paul has done since your episode i did flapjack 
I did, I did a Bakewell flapjack, and it didn't go well. Uh, and and you may have warned me. How did you screw up that? Well, well you, you may not remember that it was a flapjack because it certainly this. didn't this look is, like a flapjack. This is, this is the most insulting thing. <laughs> I love it. This couldn't have gone any better for me. Paul the doesn't mix even was remember. Too wet. You came along and you told me the mix that my my mix looked too wet. Yeah. And I was all like, "Haha, that's because it's not baked yet, Paul. You silly Billy." And then it came out and it, I couldn't get it to. It was just a mush. It was like porridge, uh. and you tasted it. And to be fair, you told me that the flavour was nice. Well, bakewell flavour, you can't go wrong. Yeah. yeah. But uh, obviously, you know, it was a soup, so it was hard for you to say good <laughs> uh, flapjack. And then we had to do cream horns for the um, technical. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's right. do you that's admit you that that is unfair? No, it's dead easy. People didn't know. That's not dead easy. Paul, it was, it was a rough harder? buff. Huh? What's harder? Cream horns or um, raspberry donuts? Oh, the donuts by yeah, my I thought what? so. Yeah. Yeah. You get, you're dealing with yeast. You're dealing with something that yeah. wants to live and grow and yeah. run it's, out the tent. Yeah. I haven't watched this episode because I've still got PTSD. So <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not watching any of it. Cream horns, man, that is hard. That is yeah. like, they do them in patisseries. <laughs> and donuts. <laughs> no, they don't do donuts in patisseries. You had to go to the part of a pastry school in France so that I do a cream horn. We probably both hoped, James, that we had some sort of great book to help us out when we were when we were doing Bake Off. Yes, <laughs> I wish I personally could have bought the book Bake by Paul Hollywood, but it wasn't out back then. It, it, and the only baking book you'll ever need, that's the tagline. I, I, I like to think that. I mean, the main reason being exactly, the book was written during lockdown mainly last year. And I, I was, um, Noel was going off to his room to write his scripts. Matt was doing the same. Prue was writing their porn or whatever she was doing. <laughs> and I, I think ultimately, I, I thought I need to write a, a book, and more of an updated book, actually, because mm-hmm. the classic recipes I've chosen are, are, for me, classics, and they've been in the Bake Off for years. But it was with the twist of more chocolate, more this. There's more ingredients around now than mm-hmm. there was, you know, years ago when I was writing mm-hmm. my first book. So... It was time to update them and get them tweaked and get them spot on. It's it, for me. It's the it covers all the bases: Danish croissant breads, the lot. You know, cream horns. No, no, no. Cream no, horns. Too hard. You can't expect a novice to do because that's too easy. Yeah. Oh, well, we need to skip the hard stuff. <laughs> that little... That's in his kids' baking book. <laughs> I can teach my cats. Oh, I'm not laughing at that. That's, that's, shut up. Are the recipes written as you would write the technicals? So no, well, we'll not leave enough information. Out. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's all there. All the methods there. And for me, it it was fun because I tested it on a few friends as well. So I sent out some mm. of the recipes to friends and said, "Crack on with this. See how you get on." And they all came back with good results. So, nice. so I gave them a little judging to see what they were like. Yeah. Uh, and I should have sent you a few, shouldn't I? Yeah, you should have. That that could have been. I mean, what a promo for this book that would have been. <laughs> yeah, make these guys. If, 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 if people thought if, if, if Acaster could cook these, yeah. clearly I can as well. Yeah, but it was never going to happen, was it? No, no. Paul was never going to risk that. <laughs> Not again. The book. I'll send it to the worst person ever in the tent. Well, they can't even remember me, apparently. No, I do remember you in the tent. I just can't remember you. But I must have blanked them out. Do you know what I tried to do in the tent at one point, and they cut it out the edit, and it was annoying. I tried to trap you under a box. Yeah. <laughs> I, and Violin and I got me put, because you were stealing my Dolly mixtures. I had some Dolly mixtures. Oh, yeah, they were nice, then. You loved them. I do. You would take a Dolly mixture, and you would look at me with your rock pool eyes, and, <laughs> uh, and you would pop a Dolly mixture in your mouth, and you're like, what, what are you going to do? You'd look at me like, what are you going to do about that? I'd be like, nothing, I guess. <laughs> But then me and Violet got a little dish of Donnie mixers, put them on the floor under a box that we had propped up with a stick. 
and then tied a little string to the stick and I hid behind a bin and Rylan was shouting you, going, Paul Highwood! <laughs> and then eventually you came round and you looked at the Dolly mixtures under the box and you looked at me and went, not falling for that, and you walked away. <laughs> you know, I'm not falling for that. You know what that says to me, Paul? Well, it says that some people weren't concentrating enough well, on their baking. It's saying well, they're not they're not spending enough time reading the recipes. Yeah, that was that was this was during the show the showstopper at the end, right? That's and you had time on the oh, showstopper to mess I'd around. Already, I'd already shanked it. <laughs> like, I, I, there was nothing to play for. I, I iced an egg in that one. Yeah. Uh, put some icing on a, on an egg <laughs> and said it was prue. So, you know. She's more than an egg. <laughs> <laughs> she is more than an egg. Do you think your husband will be doing a collaboration on some grinders perhaps in the future? Oh, yeah. Who knows? I mean, when this gets out, when this gets out, it could happen, couldn't it? Very unlikely he'll do anything kitchen related. The last time he cooked, he forgot about the boiled eggs and then couldn't find them and found that they were what? lodged in the ceiling. <laughs> what? Yeah, so where he'd boiled the eggs, the water had evaporated, and obviously they were just bouncing around in a dry pan, and they had nowhere to go, and then he'd forgotten that he's put these eggs on boil, and here's this loud crash, and all four eggs are in the ceiling. And, <laughs> like, literally attached to the ceiling. Um, and I come in from work, and I'm like, what, well, he's up there with the with the kind of like wallpaper scraper thing yeah, and, and trying to take bits off. I said, what, what have you, what have you done? He's like, nothing. And I kid you not, he'd got the paint out and everything ready to disguise the fact that we had eggs on it. I was like, Oh my God. Is that eggshell? He's like, yeah. I said, just don't cook. Just don't go in the kitchen. Like don't. Yeah. I would say sometimes when people say like, you know, oh, they're a bad cook. So I forbid them from cooking. I always feel it's a bit harsh, but if he, Overboiled the eggs to the point where they bounced up into the ceiling. I think it's fine yeah. to say he can't cook anymore. Oh, congrats on the range. Sounds great. And is it good to know, like, there's been a lot of winners of Bake Off over the years, but you're essentially the champion of champions and you've done the best out of all of them. Do you, do you, do you remind yourself of that sometimes, that they're all a bunch, everyone else who won it is actually a loser because you have, have, have done much better than them and now you have your own range years after being on Bake Off and they've done nothing? Well, I mean, if, you, if you'd asked me that and I was, like, seven, I might say, yay, you know, like, I might agree with you, but, like, being a grown-up, I perhaps can't say that. But, I mean, if you want to say it, you can yeah, say it. Yeah, you feel it. Like, yeah, yeah feel it in your heart maybe now that you've said it now you've like planted the seed yeah you said it james nadi's not yeah. agreeing she's just she can bask in it but she's not agreeing yeah yeah i'm not agreeing but i am basking in the glory yeah. of it yeah. i i'm happy that you feel my joy yeah and that's enough for me yes <laughs> yeah. that was my grown-up answer perfect very, very diplomatic. good <laughs> no oh fucking hard yeah yeah my joy shouldn't talk to you about bacon <laughs> I'm glad it's come up. George, you know what? We, we, we've lasted a while. We, we, yeah. we, 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 yeah, we, got, yeah. we got this far, at least. <laughs> I, I honestly just wanted to hold you that whole time. You did? You were on Celebrity Bake Off. You, you, you know, it's no secret. I've said on stage. I've said I've, it to I've heard. You're, I've you're, heard you're, you're spreading who, word about me. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the one who carried me through it. I literally just wanted to... Just I, At one point, I was like... I'm sure I even said to you, do you want to come home with me tonight and just, yeah. just make a bit dinner? Yeah. Just go bits. Right. Yeah. He needed it. You were literally really like at the end yeah. of giving any fuck whatsoever. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah. But you were brilliant. We had, we had a laugh on the last day. That was the thing. We had a laugh on the last day. See, we had a laugh every day, but yeah. you had a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else had such a laugh. Everyone had every such day. a laugh while I was having it's a It's such a fun show to film. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, that's how we met. Yeah, that's how we met on that show. Um, I've often wondered this because obviously Michelle Keegan won. She well, um, yes. 
Where where do you think? Because uh, they don't say where else everyone else comes. Um, do you well, think... I've got a gripe about it. Yeah. And for anyone that can't see me, which is everyone, mm. my hands are now in the air. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you know I've got a gripe. You got about a proper gripe about it. Yeah. It's gripey. Gripey yeah. McGripes. And... Do you remember we had to make the cream ons? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember the cream horns. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. We had like hour and a half or something to yeah, make yeah. some cream horns. That was the technical, right? Yeah. It was the, it that's it was the blind hell, technical the as well. Yeah. If hell is personal, that's what's happening when I'm in hell. Yeah. I'm arriving there and there's some vague instructions on the table of how to make cream horns. Right. I've got to do them. With all that looks like medical anal devices to yeah, wrap yeah. this pastry round. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, right, I know what a cream horn is. Yeah. Do I really know how to make it? Right. Okay. Well, these are obviously that. You must put the pastry around the outside and then with well, that stick. So it is like fucking fend for yourself. Yeah. Anyway, I remember I put my cream horns in the oven. Yeah. And the one thing everyone was worrying about was do we do it standing up or mm. laying down? Yeah. Because obviously, will it slide off? All right. So I put mine in the oven and I'm like, right, 20 minutes to bake. There's half hour left on this challenge. 10 minutes to call and I'll just shove the cream in right at the end. Okay, fine. I'm taking mine out of the oven with five minutes to go. Everyone else has not even got their pastry in the oven yet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm thinking, well, I fucking won this one. Yeah, yeah. Someone walks in to the tent, Mm -hmm. says, guys, guys, we can see you're all having a bit of trouble here, so we're going to give you another hour. What? I don't even remember this. I fucking do. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sat there. Now, listen... This is no shade on Bake Off, I understand. And this don't happen in the, the, the civilian version. I say civilian because it's built into yeah. Big Brother. This don't happen in that version. Obviously, the celebrity one's a bit different. It's not about who wins it, yeah. blah, 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 but yeah. bullshit. Because yeah. I'm sitting there. Four cre- they look nice, my cream ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My cream ones look lovely. Yeah, right? yeah. Because I thought I only had five minutes left, I thought I'm going to leave the orange out of the cream. I'm just going to do a, a, mm-hmm. just a normal, like, I believe it's Chantilly, yeah. um, cream. Yeah. Filled them all up. I'm done. Yeah. People ain't even got their fucking things in the oven. Then they go, we're going to give you all another hour because otherwise there's no point, is there, with this challenge? Then Michelle fucking Keegan wins that gets first. I will. Do you know what? I like the girl. I like Michelle. I like Michelle and Mark. They live up the road. Like, lovely. I get on with them. But in that moment, I'm sitting there going, you bastards. I've sat here. I've made you cream horns in the hour and a half you asked for. They look nice. Granted, there's no fucking orange in it. And no other bastards even got their pastry in the oven with yeah. 10 minutes to go. And you come in yeah. and give us all an extra hour. Do you know what? I might go down Marx's, go and get a fucking meal deal. What do you want me to do about it? And then Paul and Prue come in. Oh, well, oh, and this, oh, this is nice. Oh, there's no orange in this Chantilly cream. I'm like, I oh, know, because I only had five fucking minutes. These are... Did anything happen? No. And where do I get? Second. Second. Do you know what? Fuck off. Fuck off. And then, to make matters worse, an hour before that, I'm looking for Prue's fucking wedding ring that she'd lost on the floor. <laughs> So I'm outside. <laughs> Lovely woman pro. Saw her at the Ch- Platinum Jubilee. Damesy Jake. But I'm sitting there outside on gravel in the middle of... Where were we? Pinewood. Yeah, yeah. We were outside Pinewood. Yeah. On the gravel trying to find this engagement ring or wedding ring for about five years. Yeah, yeah. Doing cream owns, blah, 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 trying to put out fires all over the shop. Everyone else gets fucking extra hour and there I am. Get second. 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 Plus, I'm helping him with some fucking wiggly worms and yeah. stuff like this and some <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. childhood theme park dream or yeah. something. 
Yeah. And I'm like, you're right, Janita. Do you want, do you want a drink? Do you want a tea? Like, let me help you. Rah, rah, rah. Just trying. Joe, you know what? Being a nice person gets you nowhere. Yeah. yeah All yeah. right. So going back so to your earlier question. Completely change what you said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> do what you want. All right. Do you know what? It's ten years now. I'll show you the real me. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. Buy the book. <laughs> and there's your out. Now, James, you never really stop going on about Bake Off, but that's not the only thing that you never stop going on about. You've sure. got many recurring stories, like a silly little old man, and yes. they annoy Benito, don't they? And me, quite a lot of the time. You don't get annoyed, you like them. Yeah, I like them when they annoy Benito. Yeah, yeah. Benito gets annoyed, and I guess doubly annoyed, because he then has to sit and edit it, and yes. listen to it again. Yes. And then, but he knows he has to keep them in, because the, the, the listeners love them. Yeah, and I love them for that reason. Yeah, yeah. So, let's hear about chorizo broccoli pasta, as told to Angela Hartnett, and, of course, the Diet Coke story, as told to Kiri Pritchard-McLean. So you put that in a bacon butty or a chip butty. You do not put it in a crisp sandwich, yeah. sorry. Are you, are you buttering a crisp sandwich? Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 as many calories salted as you butter? can. Yeah. Salted butter yeah. you can put in there. Salted butter, salted crisps, heart attack sort yeah. of food after yeah. a hangover sort of, you know, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. There's a lot of, uh, I, was, I, was, I was looking at the book a minute ago, and uh, like Tom Kerry just said how brilliant it is, Stanley Tucci. I was wondering, do chefs use each other's cookbooks at home? Do you do you have cookbooks by other chefs that you use? I do, actually. Yeah, I have quite a lot. I've got question, Tom's books. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> very good, very good. Um, I love, um, I tell you who's a great food writer I love, is the guys from Honey & Co. Yeah. Itamar, he's fantastic. I love um, Valentine Warner. I think his cookbooks are great. River Cafe. Yeah, I do, actually. You dip in and out. Yeah. There's no one. I mean, the goddess is Delia, without doubt. Yeah. Because I tell you for why, all her recipes work. Yeah. I mean, I hope to God all of those too. Because my mum's always saying, do you check these recipes? Are you sure they were? I said, yeah, yeah, I think they're. But, I, you know, even I'm like, I missed out on ingredients. But Delia's, like Mary, they test and test and test. They're yeah. so thorough. You know, if you want a recipe that you suddenly go, I want Yorkshire pudding, it's going to work, you go to Delia, without doubt. Oh, that's good. Very nice. I've tried using, I bought uh, Tom Carriage's Hand and Flowers Oh, book, yeah, oh, yeah. And even when I told him that I had that, he went, oh, you're, ne- you're never going to manage anything out of that. <laughs> And I looked at him and I was like, well, of course not, because I don't have a blast chiller at home. <laughs> don't you have your sous vide machine? Of course. Guess what we discovered recently in my in my flat? The, the chorizo broccoli pasta. Uh, this is this is one of James's recipes. <laughs> okay. We, me and my girlfriend make chorizo broccoli pasta all the time, probably right. twice a week. It's okay, our nice. It's our favourite dish. Lovely. We absolutely love it. Any particular broccoli, may I ask, uh, or just, you well, know? Well, kind of like your standard broccoli, but it's the um, it's the stems, not okay. the head. So just chop the stems Nice, up, nice. So I nice like that. Crunchy. No wastage. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you do the stems. Oh, no, then he throws all the rest of the broccoli <laughs> away. Yeah, that, well, that, that's, that's what's great about it. We used to. Here's the thing, Angela. Is this an interesting story? Yes. Um, we, we used to, uh, you know, have, well, how are we going to use these stems? So then we got this recipe and we did that. And now we're like, how are we going to use these heads? <laughs> that is an interesting that's story. That's how much we love this. Stunning. 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 I, I love, love it. I most of them up in the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marvellous. But like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we know it so well. We were like, where have we even got this recipe from? Didn't know. Yeah. Tom Carriage. Tom Carriage. Oh, really? It's like Tom the Tom Carriage recipe. But yeah. Uh, Do you put chilli in there as well? A bit of yeah. garlic. Chilli, yeah. garlic. 
Uh, capers. Capers, nice, yeah. Uh, obviously chorizo. Yeah, obviously yeah. chorizo. And um, I always forget the name of the pasta that we prefer. But we, you know, <laughs> I only have it in chorizo broccoli pasta. Do you use the main bit of the chorizo or is it like the yeah, stems? Bits, Do you yeah. use the metal, the metal on the end? Yeah, the metal. that in. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, like a, it's like a 20p in a Christmas pudding. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we, nice. we, we, we let them be Spot the chorizo. Yeah, you're, you're lucky to get the old metal bits. <laughs> I specifically remember going with my friend Mavanui to um, Brighton on a day out with her friend Dom, I think his name was. And you know when you're out and you're like, do you want a fizzy drink? It's like a nice mm-hmm. treat, fun fizzy drink. And he was like, oh, I don't drink fizzy drinks. And I, and he was like, I've, I just stopped having them and now they taste like chemicals. And I was like, what? I can't. <laughs> um, I, remember, I remember specifically thinking that in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped drinking them. I used to just neck Diet Coke yes. to the point where I was worried that if you cut me open, I'd look like one of those lovely sort of amethyst paperweights with <laughs> <laughs> crystals inside. So I, I, then I just stopped for whatever reason and I went back to it now. And fizzy drinks are quite horrible, like chemically. Mm. If you, like most tins of them are really quite disgusting. But sparkling water still gives you that, that sweet, sweet high of bubbles yeah. but without the like taste. So you used to drink a lot of Diet Coke. Loads. And then you stopped drinking Diet Coke for a really long time. Yeah. And now when you go back to it, it tastes like chemicals. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it, guys? That's the next step on from my story, because I used to drink a you lot You basically of... teed James up for a story he's told on this podcast. Well, hold on. <laughs> hold on, though, because this, this is like Kimmy's come up with a sequel. So I've told this story a lot. I used to drink a lot of Coca-Cola, and I stopped drinking caffeine for, like, five years, and then started drinking Diet Coke, and it tasted just like Coca-Cola used to taste. It's like a hack. And then I'm drinking loads of Diet Coke, but now it seems that if I then went the next step and stopped drinking the Diet Coke for five years, I would then go back to Diet Coke, and it would taste like chemicals, and that's interesting. It is, yeah. But it's really, like, you're really playing the long game on this, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Mm. And you strike me as someone who hasn't got many vices, so have your Diet Coke. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm letting myself do that now. But, like, it, it's interesting to know that there's another phase for this because it's one of the listeners' favourite stories on the podcast. <laughs> what, A fan favourite. Yeah, fan favourite. <laughs> I think... Saying to someone, you strike me as someone who doesn't have many vices, is the most polite way of saying you're an absolute dweeb. Oh, no. <laughs> more sort of like, and then the sort of like caveat in the air is like, other than all the sex work, because you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's one or the other, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. I'm, I am either a dweeb or you suspect I'm secretly a murderer. Yeah, you could be both. A sex murderer, to be specific. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? 
I am Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you're up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mom's frame with new photos, so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, May I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, that is some top quality content right there. That's pretty good, man. I love I've got that to admit. stuff. Got I mean, to we admit. could have played a few more clips of those. I think I've talked about chorizo broccoli pasta with more people than just Angela Hartnett. Well, don't worry about it because Benito's going to put himself through it even more here because what annoys him even more than your two stories there is a long, boring guessing game. Yes, he hates guessing games. You know who likes them? Annie Magliano and Morgana Robinson. Correct. Guessed correctly. Now, you mentioned the rip-off Colin Kirk publications mm. then. Where do you stand on those? I think, like, sometimes you aren't near an M&S. Sure. <laughs> sure. So what else are you meant to do? Not have a, not have a caterpillar cake? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Get through a whole day without a caterpillar-shaped cake? Yeah, and, you know, they. I think also... What is it? Wiggles? Yeah, they've got different names. I'm not different really names. sure what the names are. But they're are. all Colin to Benito's me. Like, it as we speak. They're all Colin to me. I just call them all Colin. It's easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. doesn't, doesn't make this, that's not a good look. <laughs> Don't. We were an alliance against Ed. We were, but I can't stand by this. <laughs> no. And to um, think up until this point, I bet someone from M&S was listening and going, I'm going to send Anya so many Colin the Caterpillar yeah. cakes. No, oh, we can't have that. No. <laughs> I'll die. <laughs> Let me see the names. Weirdly, I can't wait for this. Here we go. Other retailers. I'm going to say the names of the caterpillars, and you have to tell me where it's from. Yeah, great game. Is, it, is that the, or is the fun where, oh, I guess no, we don't know any of the names, do we? I was going to say, you say the retailers, and we get try and guess the names. I can do a round like that as well. Mm. There's so many of them. You can only do one of the rounds. You can't then just do it. I can go back and forth. That's just a memory game. We have to be men in black in between. I'll be, I'll be from, one, from one caterpillar to the next. Not I do all of them and then men in black do and then do it again. And see which format works the best. And then Benito keeps the one in that works. <laughs> Actually, for this one, I'm going to tell you the, the, the place. Okay. This is good. This is good. This is good. Morrison's. Mm. So I think alliteration is kind of key sometimes you would think that yes. you would think that but maybe but it's clearly not because of 
But it could be alliteration with caterpillar, like Colin. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> what? That's what he meant, you <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> what do you think? What did you think I <laughs> It could be alliteration with caterpillar, like, for example, Colin the caterpillar. <laughs> No, 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 not with, no. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. There were, there were two. There were, well, I'll tell you this. You really lashed out. I, I apologise. There, there were two caterpillars here that aren't alliterated with caterpillar. Wiggles. Wiggles is one of them. Oh, wow. Yes. Well where, do you, where do you get Wiggles from? Sainsbury's. Correct. What, that, okay, this is great. I'm, I'm going to lose this. <laughs> now, the other one that is not alliterated with caterpillar is the morrison's one right but it is alliterated with morrison's right we laughed at you what so a much. redemption arc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not mark morrison is it close mark <laughs> is it mark the caterpillar james <laughs> i don't think a ever called mark the most, the worst. <laughs> Colin's a weird name for a caterpillar, yeah. but we're used to that now. This is a little bit. Yeah. They're doing a rip off of Colin Caterpillar. What are we going to call it? Mark. Mark the caterpillar. No. Okay. <laughs> you said it was close. Mark Morrison was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But not not the Mark bit. Ah, uh, it begins with M. Yeah. <laughs> mucky. No, Ooh, not, not mucky. muddy. No, not muddy. No, <laughs> Michelle. Is it male name? Yes. Uh, Martin. No. Mister. Michael. Michael. No. Morris. Michelin. Morris. Ah. Morris. Oh. Mm, so I was close. Yes. Morris the caterpillar. Yes, I tried to steer. Yeah. I go, not Mark. Yeah. Are you okay? okay yeah, yeah. Michael. What the fuck? <laughs> Sitting here. Where's Cuthbert the caterpillar from? Tesco. Incorrect. Little. No. Not Lidl. Aldi. Yes. Oh, yeah, from the scandal. Oh, I'm heading down to the co-op. <laughs> okay. Sorry, a minute, I just got an email uh, <laughs> about about our bookings for the Christmas special. So I had a little look. <laughs> just came in. I'm going down to the co-op. What, what caterpillar's hanging around there? Christine. Mm. Well, that's good. Is it alliterative, yeah? Yes. Um, Charlie? Yes. <gasps> it is Charlie, yeah. It is Charlie the, the, the caterpillar at the co-op. Oh, Cecil the caterpillar. Mm. <gasps> um, That's Tesco. Little. No. What the fuck? Cecil, Cecil sounds awfully posh to me. Yeah. Ooh, Waitrose. Oh, Waitrose. Very good. Yeah. These are good clues as well, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Clyde the caterpillar. Mm. Oh, I know this one. Now. Tesco. No? Oh, for the millionth fucking time. <laughs> uh, let's just say with Clyde, he has a neck all the way down to his ass, which he <laughs> pats twice. As the. As the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, right. Before just had... for the listener no. and for James, because you missed no. that. Yep. Uh, and you just patted her face twice. <laughs> Almost as if to try and remember what the name of the supermarket was. <laughs> you can Do you remember that on the Ezra adverts? <laughs> Slap slapping do, 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 do. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I really thought I was going to get away with that. <laughs> I mean, there was a Tesco one. Which I feel like this should be just, yeah, just you guessing it. it. Yeah. Because you've guessed Tesco for every single one. <laughs> they all sound like they could be Tesco. I can see where it is in my Tesco. Huh? What? 
<laughs> oh, you mean in your Tesco that you go to? In my to. local Tesco. For a second, it yeah. was like you were describing your own mind as being a Tesco. Yeah. <laughs> See where it is in my Tesco? Yeah. Which is also true. Yeah. That's how we talk about it. You're just losing words in your vocabulary yeah. steadily and replacing them all with Tesco. <laughs> okay, I can Tesco where it is. <laughs> can I have a letter after C? You. It's not Cuthbert! Uh, we had Cuthbert earlier. Oh. <laughs> that, was the, that was the Audi one. Don't worry, you did guess Tesco for that. But, uh, but Cuthbert has already been gone. I'll give you a clue as well with this one. It's not traditionally like a, a normal like Christian name, but there was a character in Coronation Street who was called this. Oh, okay, got it. I don't know that. Mary? Yes, Curly. Curly the Cuthbert. Oh, I would never have got that. Best game we've ever played on the pod. Yeah, it's good yeah. pod. It was a good, good pod game. Good pod game. Good, good pod. pod. Good pod. How many um, shapes of pasta do you have in your house at any given moment? Oh my say? god, I'd probably say about seven at the moment. Really? Yeah. Seven? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've, I could even name that many shapes. Yes, of pasta. you can. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Come Penne. On, Come on, Ed. Penne. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, spaghetti. Yeah. Linguini. Yes. Fusilli. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not looking. I want to do it properly. I want to do the game properly. You don't win Taskmaster by taking help from other people. It's lasagna sheets. Yes, Does that count? lasagna. Does that count? Lasagna. Yeah, yeah cannelloni. You can you, say that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'll say that next. Angel hair. Yes. Oh, that's good. Um, farfalle. Oh, that's action mambo ties. That's what I was doing for you. I was trying to help oh, you. Oh right. Okay. Um, tagliatelle. Tagliatelle. Yeah. Oh, good one. Uh oh. That might be in big trouble. Here. I said it a minute ago when I was talking about the sausage. Here's one. the thing as well. Like I. I make a regular pasta, my chorizo broccoli pasta, and I make it with a, a pasta that I don't even know the name of it. We get the same pasta every time because it's the best one to go with chorizo broccoli pasta. And do you do it with anchovies and chilli? No. We do it with chilli. Chilli, garlic, capers. Sexy. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got two lined up ready to go. By yeah, the way. Quite, yeah, no pressure. Oh, I've got about five. The Taskmaster champs are absolutely... <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> shredding me here. You're going to come bottom last again. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bottom last. Lasty bottoms last. for second, you. Second bottom I came and it will be the same again because Benito's bottom. Um, <laughs> the last time you had a second bottom was when you were many kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had fourth bottom. Um, oh, I, don't, I think I'm out. Come on. Oh, I, don't, I don't think there's any other pasta. You're going to give up. Macaroni. Yeah, there you go. Macaroni! Orzo. Oh, nice. What? Orzo. Looks like little rice. Looks like things. rice. Uh, Orecchietti. Oh, no. Yeah, the blue Because it's straight back now. Because <laughs> oh, no. you two had ones lined up. So it's like, I didn't even this get... is the genius of this game. I came up for air for like two seconds and now <laughs> that's it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Also, you were so smug think when you of said like, angel you know, hair. when like, when you, yes, yeah, so angel smug hair, I was really yeah, smug really with that. Angel hair. I've got me. Because I, I was like, you were struggling. So I was like, well, this game's going to last like one more round. So I've got angel hair and yeah. then I'm out. I didn't know I was going to have to do more. Then you checked out, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, I did check out. But even now that I'm in, also what's annoying about it is that I tried to, I tried to go, I'm out. And then I told I can't go out. <laughs> you were like, no. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm trapped in this I've game. I've got three lined up. Yeah, you haven't got three lined up, have you? Yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got a few up my sleeve. What? Uh-huh. How is he's this sweating, He's sweating, he's sweating. You normally like guessing really, games. He looks, yeah. he looks really actually quite uh, worried. Um, for Flazy. For Flazy. I'm not sure for Flazy. For Flazy. Yes, I... Benito? He's on the Wikipedia. <laughs> for pasta. How are you spelling for Flazy? F-E-R-F-L-E-Z-Z-I. 
Nothing. Nothing. It's got zero. <laughs> oh, you've got to... I beat Dave Foreman. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Do you want oh. to hear my last ones that I have? Yeah, yeah, go. Uh, Bucatini. Nice. Bucatini? Bucatini. And the MGs. The big, thick uh, spaghetti. Ravioli, I thought I could throw that in. Oh, hello. Oh, fuck's yeah. sake. Uh, you haven't even thought of you haven't gone down the castle road at all, have you? Strozza, strozza preti. Yeah, the little oh, ripped bit. Strangled that... priest, that, that means. What? That's one of the bands Ed, you to. I've got a ride on. <laughs> <laughs> Is that another pasta? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, meaty dishes only. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to put this bit in, are we? We're going to yeah. take this bit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our listeners love this kind of stuff. Do yeah. they? They're disgusting. Yeah, they yeah, okay, yeah. great. We all love a guessing game, James. Yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> and you know what else we love? And this is my favourite category that Benito's put together for the best of. Uh huh. I love an anecdote. Yes, this is, this is where I guess if you're the great Benito and you're putting together the, the best of and you've got a bunch of stuff that is good but you can't figure out what category to put it in, you just make up a category called anecdotes and that's a good old that's a good old coverall. Yes, so here's some anecdotes from Felicity Ward, Kiri Pritchard-McLean and Babatunde Aleshe. Our whole family have like this secret language that we speak made up of all of the dumb things that we couldn't say. So we call Disney Disney and uh-huh. we call, if something's nice, we say it's lolly boof or buffo lolly. Lolly boof? Yeah, like lovely and beautiful or beautiful and lovely. It's like, lully oh, that, that jacket, lolly boof. Lolly boof. Lolly boof or lolly. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Really oh, like that. So soft. It's, oh, so me. soft and buffo lolly. Buffo lolly. Lolly. Lolly boof. Like being clockwork orange. Yeah, yeah. And then I got a message the other day. I've got loads of cousins. I've got 26 cousins and lots of them have kids now. And two of the kids of my cousins, one of them said, these are just quotes, Xavier must be like four now. Mm -hmm. And he went, oh, Dad, pelicans fucking stink. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other one was from my my cousin's daughter, Harper, and she walks around the house going, oh, fuck a hell's. Lovely stuff. Lovely that stuff. Yeah. Buffalo lolly stuff. That is really buffalo lolly stuff. Lally. It's lolly buff. Do you say googie eggs? No. All right. All right. Yeah, just checking. <laughs> it's another one. Like if you call it like an egg, do you want some googie eggs? No. But what's that for? I can't really remember. What does that mean? You know how, do you know the phrase full as a goog? Nope. That is a phrase <laughs> that exists. And I, an egg is a, a goog. Full as a goog. Full as a goog. G double O G. But what does that mean? Look, I'm not an. A, a, Etymologist. <laughs> but would you use that phrase? Yeah. And if someone, when do you use it? If you've had a big meal, right. you're like, oh, full as a goog. Full as a goog. Okay. What is it saying? As full as a goog. Informal <laughs> means very drunk. 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 Australian phrase, it says. Yeah, we full never used it in that. And we call, can you Google googie eggs? An egg or eggs usually when offered as food to a child. In mm. widespread use, come on, eat your googie eggs. Yeah, googie eggs. <laughs> not, it has not helped at all. <laughs> no. Really. It's just Australian. It's just googie, googie eggs. Just to get I kids like to eat eggs. You've mayo not mentioned my favourite mayo. I was quite excited when you said no. most different mayos, oh, and then no. my favourite one didn't come up. <gasps> oh, my God, no, I've got it, I've got it. Okay, no. my favourite mayo. Oh, I've got a mayo story to tell you. <laughs> 
this is so so okay so what a pickle is a company um <laughs> i thought you were there doing like the title of the story yeah. there what a story to tell you well, what a pickle you know like Jimmy Pritchard McLean. it will actually it will it will work with the title okay. right great so Here picture we go. the scene yeah. okay. what a pickle your partner story. and i tra- we transport like anything vegan we'll buy anything small business would buy so we just take a punt yeah. on tarragon mayo from what what a pickle what a wow. pickle and we get it home. This doesn't sound like a pickle so far, by the way. We so. finish the jar in a day. What a pickle. So then we go back to get it. <laughs> yeah. There's no more tarragon mayo. What? They were like, oh, no one God. is buying it. So it all went, like, that was it. That You had the last jar. So we're like, oh, God, how are we going to track this down? So then there's a lockdown. And all we're thinking of is this tarragon mayo. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go back to... I've said this slightly wrong. Okay, so we go to... Okay, right. So we go to a shopping centre near it. us. I love there's a lockdown and all you're thinking about is Tarragon Mayo. I promise yeah. you. Okay, Not right. worried about also, the NHS or anything? Also, my favourite <laughs> stories are ones that are flat up at the beginning going, right, I've got a story, and then go wrong and have to be started again. <laughs> my favourite type of story. It's because I, I love it. It's like, oh, no, I've remembered this one. Hold I, on. Go back, I, back to the beginning. Okay, no, okay. What's so, the pickle? Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> um, it's because I got distracted on the way and I actually thought, I know the good bit of the story. This is just preamble. Right, okay. so Vrongoch is a, is a lovely garden centre in North Wales. Yeah. My partner and I love to go there, and they've got a little shop in the corner. So we go there. There's a tarragon mayo. Let's try some of this. Yeah. Uh, take it home, finish it, like, immediately. Like yeah, I say, so day, good. two days. It's yeah. so, so good. We're like, we've got to go back there. By the time I'm not working, there's another lockdown. So yeah. like, oh, God. So then they lift the lockdown. We go back. We make a beeline for it, and it's not there anymore. And we're sort of mooching around, being like, oh, it's not there, it's not there. And the woman in the shop is like, what? what are you looking for? I said, oh, we had this tarragon mayo before. It was really good. And she went, oh, God, yeah. She said, we had loads of jars of it left. No one was buying it. And then the lockdown oh. happened and it went, she was like, it was about to go off. So we threw a load of it away and we gave some to the staff. And I was like, really? And then we joked and went, where are the bins? Yeah. Uh, and then she said, oh, I took some home for my daughter because she's a vegan. Um, and she was like, oh, I don't think she's even opened it. And we're like, oh, right, okay. And then she was like, where'd you live? Uh-huh. And I said, oh, I live on the island. And she went, oh, I live on the island. And and she said, whereabouts? And I was like, well, you tell me where first. And yeah. she's like, no, you tell me. So I told her the tiny village that I live in. And she went, my auntie lives there. I'm going past. And she was like, tell you what, if she's not opened the jar, and she said, if it hasn't got a little green fur jacket on it, is the phrase that she used. She huh. said, I'll leave it for you. I like buy a house. And I was like, oh, okay. So just like didn't think anything of it. Anyway, like a week later... At the end of like oh where we live, it's a little plastic bag with a little post-it note on it going, I brought you the tarragon mayo. I hope you enjoy it. From this woman, oh, and she'd wow. given us her tarragon mayo. I don't think that story should be called What a Pickle. That no. story should simply be called Wales. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Wales. Poplums or bread! Poplums or bread, Babatunde! Poplums or bread! Why are you shouting at me? <laughs> bread. Is this what happens? You yeah. just shout at people. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, uh, you're lucky I didn't. It's because I've been taking cold baths, so I don't get scared now, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't cold bath. Yeah, 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 that, that could really. Oh, man. I, I, if I remembered, I literally forgot already the Babatunde gets scared easy. Yeah. I should have thought I could really get him with popping yeah. or bread. Yeah. But I thought, well, he's not going to be surprised with that because he's a fan of the podcast. Yeah. Because he wears the merch. <laughs> but then no. I forgot he doesn't know his podcast. <laughs> so why have I done that? What would you have done if he'd just run out the room? Bro, like if this was a month ago, not <laughs> taking like cold baths and stuff like that, yeah, I would have jaded. <laughs> so the co- you, you take cold baths now. Yeah. Have you tried watching The Exorcist? Now you take cold baths. Nope, ain't happening. <laughs> I still believe in Jesus. So that's not happening, bro. <laughs> 
Does the exorcist not um, confirm your belief in Jesus? Because like it's uh... the Catholic Church actually like back the exorcist as a film. Yeah. What? Yeah. Because it says that Jesus exists. Like it's it's yeah. it's actually a pro religion film. Okay. It's got the baddies in it. Yeah. Rav, I've never like, been the to a, like the goodies. I've never seen someone be exercised. Mm-hmm. I've been to well, that's a lie today. I have, <laughs> but not like that. Yeah. Oh. I have some I've seen someone because I go to church. I have yeah. seen someone I used to go to a Pentecostal church. You see all types of oh, yeah. stuff there. I have seen a demon manifest. Yeah. What? In someone, and but not the, like that. Not like that. The girl pushed the preacher, and he flew. Wow! But she had a demon in her, so, yeah. so they said. Yeah. Well, she pushed him. She pushed the crap out of him. Yeah. And I was like, damn! Like I was, I was at the back of the church. Yeah. I was like, damn! <laughs> you got pushed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you better call on Jesus, yeah. bro. She's strong, bro. That's probably just what you wanted to hear at that moment. Yeah, the preacher. Right. So, He's flying across the room, just being pushed by a demon. Surely get... someone from my congregation will come and help me. Damn, you got pushed. <laughs> Let me get this straight. When you watch an actual horror film, you have to run out of the flat and then argue about who goes back in the flat to turn it off. But you've been in a room with a literal demon and all you thought was... In a oh, church. You got, in a church. In a church. And you thought, whoa, I got, I got pushed. And you, 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 and you didn't think like... You watch it like I'd everyone like else out of it. watches a horror film. Yeah. If I saw that in a film, I'd be like, damn, he got pushed. Yeah. In real life, I'd be running out. Running out nah, the man, because it's church, like... Jesus, you know what I mean? She's still like, the demon in it, in the church. Yeah, but like the preacher is gonna like be like do his thing in it. Like, yeah, so. he's been, he's protected. But he's yeah. been pushed. I mean, if she turned around and set her sights on me, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't seem too too worried about bringing attention to yourself nah, though. Nah, nah, nah. Well, oh yeah, yeah, I did shout out, but at the same time, bro, this it's really happened. Not even a joke. This girl was going crazy. She yeah. like shook her head and then she just went boom. Yeah, and he was on the other end of the room. He flew. And I was wow. like, "Wow!" But but then, were you not scared then? She's gonna get us all. Nah, not really. Because like I said, like the preacher, he's like he's got Jesus power. But he's been pushed for miles. I mean, that's his him. fault, bro. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't have <laughs> kissed the demon off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, yo, know what was really funny when Baba Tunde said like you was grabbing the ass, and you were grabbing that butt. Yeah, yeah. On, on I'm a Celebrity, yeah. if Bubba Tunde, if I see him now, because we recorded that before he's on I'm a Celebrity, if I see him now, I'm going to be fanboying about that. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Hey, hey, look, I don't like how much I'm a Celebrity has humanised that piece of shit Hancock. But I love Bubba Tunde sitting down with him and telling him over and over again, you were grabbing that ass. Yes, and I will fanboy with him about that. This is me trying to link into the next bit, James. Huh? Uh, you just keep talking about grabbing the ass. Yeah, but I'm just disgusted with Hancock. And him being humanised on that show. We but certainly I love got, the fact... We certainly got gushy... Day said, grabbing the ass. We certainly fanboyed over some guests this series. What? Um, let's hear from Joseph Quinn and Michael Scher. Yeah. See, we're proper fans, man. Yeah. We know it. No, obviously, Ed, Eddie Munson, big metal fan. Big metal fan based on huge Ed. Huge for me. You're Gamble. a big metal fan, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm a huge metal fan. He loves get board let, games as well. Let me tell you, the metal press went absolutely wild when that last episode came out. I know, yeah. My, my, all my tweets were like from like Kerrang! and Metal Hammer and stuff. And so excited that there's a Metallica song in Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, when you did the guitar. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's another thing I always think when watching stuff. This should be good. Whenever they're playing... Well, yeah, I mean, it will be good. 
whenever an actor's doing music, I'm like, are they actually playing it? Are they, or is that someone else's hands? So you think, is it someone else's hands? Sometimes they do, they do close-up shots of the guitar, and it's someone else shredding and playing. Because when he's playing it, when you're playing that Metallica song, bits on the fretboard, I'm like, they're playing that song. That yeah. is probably playing that song. But have you learned it? Are you doing that? Or have they got a handsy person in? <laughs> I'll be totally honest with you. Most of it's me. Yeah. And I'm I'm doing the hands. Yeah. The, the music hands. Right. To make the music. The, the, the difficult music... The solo, yeah. they're not my hands. Dustin's hands. They're Dustin's hands. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets past you, does it? Yeah. I knew that was Dustin's hands. Yeah. Like, suddenly it's a child's hand. <laughs> Tiny. <laughs> yeah, they should have they should have thought of that. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of a little bit my hands, a little bit other mystery hands. Another question about the guitar? Come on. Uh... When you get it just before that thing, when you go up on the roof to play to shred, mm-hmm. you get it off of the thing and you're excited about doing the solo. Mm-hmm. You put it on and then you swing it over onto your back. Yeah. In one. Do you like that? How many takes does that take? Is that a real guitar or is that a light? Is that made of polystyrene so that it would it would fly easier? Real guitar. Real guitar. I can't remember how many takes. Not that many. Didn't drop it at any point. No. Nope. Just goes every time. Drilled it. Drilled the strap yeah. into the guitar so that we'd avoid that problem. Brilliant. See? What do you mean, see? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've answered the question. Yeah, well, I didn't say it wasn't well. I That's thought amazing. it was a good question, great answer. I just That's say you're enjoying yeah. it. Should we move on? It's a real badass man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's really, in many ways, this is the best and the worst time for us to interview you. Right. For, uh, best time for us. Okay. We've just seen it, and uh, we just want to talk about it loads. Worst great. time for you. Because uh, so we've much. just seen it, we want to talk about it loads. <laughs> That's Okay. <laughs> bread with loads of like stuff on the outside of roughage on the mm-hmm. outside and you want warm butter and that's all you want for your, your bread want. No, yeah. no olives specifically no olives anywhere i'll take a pretzel bread too i don't know if that's oh, yeah. a big thing in london Absolutely. but uh pretzel bread is is a good if there's no hearty chunky seedy bread i'll go with a pretzel bread if that's an option that is quite exciting. This is a very German, am I right in saying? No, oh, I think you're right. Yeah, it feels it's German. Uh, Cousin Moe's coming out in your hair? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if Moe's would eat. I think Moe's would more eat like a plow, a proper plowman's lunch. Yeah. You know, like he was a farmer. I think he's just taking a big chunk of sourdough and a big chunk of cheese. Yeah. And then uh, and quietly eating it alone somewhere, like in an outhouse on his farm. <laughs> or he would eat like, I think he would eat a pretzel, but if it was made out of jerky... That was uh, that was that was that was made out Sorry. of like a bull's intestine. I think he would have that. <laughs> like yeah, ven- venison jerky or something. Yeah, just some some horrifying farm meat that uh, that he cured himself. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for bringing up Moe's, By the way, it's very kind of you. I think about Moe's a lot. I think just that that specific scene where I think people arrive in a car to the farm and Moe's just silently runs alongside the car is is quite disturbing. <laughs> It really is, isn't it? Yeah, that the way it was written in the script was the car pulls up the long driveway. Suddenly, Moe's appears out of nowhere and runs alongside it like a dog. That's a, <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was the stage direction. Uh, is it Nino's you want the pizza from? Yeah. So you want it from there? Because mm-hmm. I was going to offer you two other places. Okay. Do you want it from 
Alfredo's Pizza or Pizza by Alfredo. <laughs> wow. That's a deep cut. I told you this was going to happen. And I'm, James said this, that he wouldn't do this. Don't worry. We had Martin Freeman on and James spent the whole thing asking him to do his voice from Fargo. So this is actually going very well compared to I that. heard that one. He, he, he didn't get it. It was clear that you wanted him to do the voice. And he didn't see, understand that oh, for he a got long it. time. Okay, he's I like, think he, got he, he got that's what I wanted him to do the whole time. He was... He, he, Martin Freeman's not playing ball with the likes of me. <laughs> well, you kept saying, like, everyone else isn't good at it. You're the one who's good at it. And he was like, thank you. Thank you very much. Like, he just didn't take the bait over and over again. I was like, he's not going to do it, man. He's wily. He's wily. But he got he got me to do it. And I was pretty gutted about that. But, yeah. No, I've, I've watched them all again recently because my girlfriend hadn't seen them. So we watched them all during lockdown. So I've got them. These are, they're, you know, they're fresh. They're fresh in the head here. Yeah, clearly. Was it, was it like, the most watched show during... 2020 or something the office was i think the most watched show even before the pandemic like it was having this weird resurgence wow but and then the pandemic like kicked it into overdrive like i got recognized as mo even with a mask on i got recognized as mo's more like in the last two or three years than i had yeah like when the show was on like it was really a I, I think that when everyone has to stay in their house and there's nothing to do, that show had 201 episodes or something like that. And mm-hmm. I think it would just became the thing that was like a ritualistic, like family way to pass time. It definitely kicked up a notch. I tried to show my kids the British version and they were like, no, thank you. <laughs> they, did not, they did not like David Brent as much as Michael Scott, which I kind of get, you know, for a kid. Yeah. Um, adults, adults love it, but all the people in that version, they, they're killjoys. They don't do accents. If you ask them to, they're not, they're <laughs> yeah. not very fun. Yeah, they're yeah. not very fun, are they? <laughs> Wonderful. Ed, I've enjoyed all of these recorded clips so much. Mm, all me these, too, man. All, all these, me and you in the studio, the great Benito there, our guest, it's done in a little private studio recording episodes. Loads of fun, obviously. But also, every now and again, we spank the planks. I beg your pardon? We get on a stage. We, tre- that, we tread the boards. That Yeah, tread the boards, I think, is the phrase, not spank the planks. I think that's something different. Mm, I think it's spank the planks. We Just for, for any tabloids who are listening, me and James have never got together and spanked the planks. We, we have in front of people. No. Of many people, sold out crowd, watch us spank the planks together. We performed two live off-menu shows this year in London and, of course, Montreal. Here's Chris Red in Montreal and... A load of absolute crazy folk at the Christmas dinner party in London. No, I like hard seltzer. Hard seltzer are fun. I've got into hard seltzer. Hard seltzer are fun because I like how I feel. Yeah. That's a fun feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's a party, though. That's a real party. LaCroix? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like it. (laughs) Got too many flavors, and they all suck. (laughs) And the flavor's too slight as well. It's only just like a a whisper of fruit in the background. And you're like, have have some conviction. It's like like you didn't put the fruit in there. You put the fruit by it. That's not... It's not the same thing. You introduce the fruit to it. You're yeah. like, Mr. Raspberry, this is sparkling water, and goodbye, Mr. Raspberry. Uh, 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 more bubbles, please. <laughs> I'd like to hear more about this Mr. Raspberry character. Mr. Raspberry. Yeah. He's a good guy, Mr. Raspberry. Yeah, tell us more about Mr. Raspberry. Um, what kind of a person, what aspirations do they have? 
Mr. Well, have any family? It, it's lovely of you to switch to they, just in case Mr. Raspberry's pronouns were there. You never know where Mr. Raspberry's going. Well, he goes with Mr., so uh, I think we can assume he, him. But uh, he's, he's good. Uh, broadly very nice, but also he fucking hates Mrs. Strawberry. Oh, yeah. He hates Mrs. Strawberry. Because Mrs. Strawberry's had the limelight for too long. I mean, yeah. I've said lime now, that's confusing. Mrs. Stra- <laughs> Yo, Mrs. Strawberry's a bad bitch, I will say that. <laughs> like... She holds it down. She stays grounded, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but half the year, Mrs. Strawberries does not taste nice. Nah, man, she's in a bad mood, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you ever had Miss Strawberry when she ain't right? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you that like I was gonna say more. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she's not good. But Mr. Raspberry, he, he knows his time's coming, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Are we, are we Raspberry fans in the house? I mean, what do you even use a raspberry for? <laughs> Jam, cheesecake. Someone said cheesecake. Yeah. It's so funny. I knew I was joking and I was laughing and she looked like... Oh, it is serious stuff. Uh, I don't like the little hairs on raspberries, though. Like you don't like little hairs. Hairs. I don't like that. That's creepy. I, I shave my raspberry. This whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've making raspberries feel like they have to shave is not cool, man. But like, I also don't like raspberry going through puberty in front of my face. <laughs> in so, front of your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> It is as though it's proper, like, there's, like, teenage stubble on a raspberry, isn't it? You want it to grow, like, pro- a proper beard. Oh, this is getting disgusting. <laughs> is it disgusting? Yeah, you, you sound like a paedophile. <laughs> Man. I don't even know you well, can be I, I that like my scallops fruit. a specific way. <laughs> sounds, sounds bad. I've honestly ignored raspberries, like, pretty much my whole life. Yeah? It's all... <laughs> Felt bad now we've personified the raspberry. There's real emotion here. She's gonna, she's gonna go to the grocery store like, I, I love you. <laughs> Ma'am, are you gonna buy those? No. Would you not buy a punnet, a punnet of raspberries? He wouldn't go and buy a punnet. Uh, not a what? Yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, I can't really even imagine Chris Red saying one punnet of raspberries, please. <laughs> Yo, let me get one punnet, man. <laughs> I said punnet. Let me get your manager, dog. <laughs> So I'm in here trying to get one punny, right? <laughs> and this nigga talking shit. He, and, I, and the raspberry's getting old. She's cuddling him. <laughs> Give me a punny. <laughs> I'm going to use it today. Yeah. <laughs> just a box of raspberries, basically. Yeah, just a yeah, box I of raspberries. Yeah, I figured it's context clues. Yeah. So but you... I was going <laughs> to... No, I was stupid for a very long time. And I had smart friends. They would say shit. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> In my head, you have to deduce. I think that's the right word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Deduce is so close to doo-doo. It's, you don't know. Anyway. So you wouldn't buy a punnet of... You wouldn't go and buy a punnet of raspberries? No, but I buy a punnet of grapes, though. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's a good punnet food. Yeah, yeah. I like a, I got a little punnet of grapes, a little punnet of uh, strawberries. How quickly would you go through a punnet of grapes? Oh, shit. Yeah. 20 minutes. Wow. I eat grapes. I, I mean, I eat like fruit all the time. Though. I like it. Well, how quick would you go for a punnet of strawberries? Let's uh, say you go to a food fair uh-huh. and there's a load a of different, like, huh? Do you mean a supermarket? No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. So, so you mean like a supermarket outside? No, no. You go to like a county fair where there's like, 
There's, there's loads of different stuff happening. There's like a guy on the a dunk tank. Do you think? Do you a think Chris tank? is from Oklahoma? A dunk tank? Yeah, like on That's a stool, fun. and they throw the ball, and it hits the thing, and then they oh, go. Oh, like the a carnival. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like a, a, it's like a more twee, quite whimsical version, like a food fair, and. <laughs> There's some food eating contests, yeah. and they're all punnet based. And uh, you, are you going to enter? Do you fancy your chances more in the great a punnet of grapes eating contest or a punnet of strawberries eating contest? Which are you going to enter? I don't well, know why you doubt my questions before I get to the end of them. No idea. It's a they're great, great question. Great it's questions. a very fun yeah. question. And we ask this to everyone, Chris. So. <laughs> Uh, I would do a punnet of uh, strawberries. You think you could eat them quicker? Yeah, probably would you, so. If you were racing through the strawberries, would you eat the green bit to save time? If I had to, but, but I'd be fighting not to, though. Yeah. Because you could just grab them quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How big are these strawberries, though? Are they like the monster strawberries? You well, it know depends what, I mean? what time yeah. of year it is. It depends what mood Mrs. Strawberry's in, right? That's so, true. So it's later in the year, they're like, when they're out of season, I think they're probably a bit bigger and a bit more watery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you want the sort of small, intense, sweet ones to just... But those are great. Yeah. I like those a lot. The, other, the big ones look like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle experiment that went wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like started growing an arm. I was like, never mind. You know? But do you want, for your dream meal, Will, as your waiter, the guy with three kids, nice guy, if it's a dream meal, do you want the best waiter you've ever had, Will? No. I want, I want Will to have a day off with his family. Oh, oh that's nice. Hey. You don't get that many. That warms the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do want to wait a motherfucker, but, like, not Will. Not Will. Yeah. Because nice. if it's my dream meal, I don't really give a fuck about the, the waiter. Yeah. I'm about to eat. You know what I mean? But you do specifically want Will to have a nice day off of his family while you're having the meal. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, as you're having the oysters, what are you imagining Will's doing? Well, he was a, a stout white man, so I think he was running through a field with his... <laughs> Golden Retrievers, three kids. Benjamin, Ben, Stacy, <laughs> and his lovely wife's on a blanket. Checkered, you know what I mean? A yeah. checkered blanket. A good blanket. Yeah, she yeah. has wine and sippy cup. Stacy's three. <laughs> I haven't thought about this at all. The kids that are called lovely. Benjamin, Ben. <laughs> but that's short for Benito, I believe. Yeah, it is, it yeah, is yeah, short yeah. for Benito. Yeah. Uh, but it's Benjamin, Ben, and Stacy. The three white names you could think of. Benjamin, Ben, and Stacy. And the two Bens that I'm thinking of are black. So that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're frolicking, man. They're frolicking. It seems like he has a frolicking family, dog. You ever seen a family where, like, they frolic? <laughs> No. Them motherfuckers frolic. If they had yeah. some grass and space, they yeah. frolic their ass off. Yeah, the Von Traps, they're, they're very the frolic. The Von Traps, they sound like they frolic. Yeah, yeah, they frolic. Yeah. Not the Adams family. No. no they're not frolic. They, they look at people frolic like, y'all gonna be dead soon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you frolic, Chris? Nigga, what? <laughs> you heard, you heard no, what I said. No, I wouldn't even know what a, I wouldn't even know where to begin. So if we put you in a field, yeah, and we just which you shouldn't because there's a history of that. (laughs) 
James, you're going to have to take over for the rest of the episode. <laughs> you're welcome, Martin Luther King. I did. <laughs> if you didn't say it, I would have, Chris. <laughs> I just don't know yeah. what would. In, I need to be inspired, and I don't know what could happen in my life that would make me frolic. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, would you, maybe would you frolic through a a shopping mall? No, <laughs> but I guess you need other people there to frolic, right? You can't you, solo. You, frolic. Got, you can't solo frolic. No. You know, it's not like a fucking tree that falls in the woods or whatever the fuck that saying is. <laughs> You got to frolic with a squad, I think. I don't know much about frolic, you know. Do you have a dream frolic squad? Ah, oh, give us your frolic squad. <laughs> All right. So if I was frolicking, right? <laughs> I show up to the field in a Benz with Ben and Benjamin. They're grown now. <laughs> so they be there, Tupac's there, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yo, what we doing? I'm like, frolicking. He's like, All right. <laughs> He's very down. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Dre's there somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, we but we pick him up along the way. Yeah. Like we get we get to frolicking because I want it to be an adventure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like we all starts me, Tupac, Ben, Benjamin, a uh, couple couple of chicks from Jay Z's big pimping video. It, it, and Madonna. It, it, uh, is Dre frolicking or are you just like are you gonna just frolic? Dre, about Dre. Dre's doing. You ever, you ever had a friend that's like hanging out with you while y'all doing an activity, but they ain't all the way into it? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, Dre yeah. doing. Yeah. yeah so like we're frolicking, and he's just like, y'all niggas stupid. You know, walking behind, but he's still into yeah, it, yeah. picking flowers, smelling yeah. butterflies. <laughs> but just to be clear, mm-hmm. you would frolic just about Dre. No, 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 no. We would frolic. We're frolicking down a. We're frolicking down a fucking field. We're going on a mission. You know what I mean? So Dre's coming with us. Yeah, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody want to talk. Like, they got something to say. <laughs> Never comes. <laughs> Would you frolic, frolic about Dre? Would I frolic about him? Yeah, just about in the vicinity. In of the vicinity, vicinity of Dre. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like to collect him? Just about. <laughs> I mean, I guess for a second we like we, we frolic about. I guess you gotta if 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 you're, if you're frolicking that and you cool. see somebody in your frolicking path, you gotta like. Yeah. Frolic around like he didn't join us, you know. Yeah. But that's, if you do it for too long, it feels aggressive, right? If you yeah. frolic around someone, it feels a yeah. bit much. Dre's big. I feel like if we did it for too long, he just knock us all out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just before a second. I don't want to. I don't want to frolic about Dr. Yeah. Dre too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a good frolic squad. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a very strong frolic squad. I, I, you know, I think so too. Yeah. And Joe Biden, because I would like to see people. <laughs> You know, I would like to see people see him frolic. I think that would fucking shock the world, don't you? Yeah. They'd be like, you know what? We don't even need to fix these other problems. But how quickly would he fall over if you guys were... He'd go oh, down. You've got to be careful with that. Yeah. You're it's, it's, playing I with think, fire. I think it's an either-or situation, baby. I think he's either falling or he's frolic. <laughs> <laughs> he's just killing that shit. We're like, what? That's my president. <laughs> Nah, he'll be asleep. 
Don't so you've got a granddad at your Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. You need one, like, one, don't you? Yeah, I always need a nice granddad at the Christmas party. <laughs> Do you just want me to snore? <laughs> yeah, you You're just here to provide some sort of audio atmosphere, Bob, to be honest. Is that what, you, what your Christmas party is usually like, Bob? Yeah, just watching old men snore. <laughs> just go around the backs of houses, look through the windows. Yeah. Tick it off. <laughs> a ginger. <laughs> Whoa, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, those old guys can snore. They can. They could. They can snore. I thought that I was going to be doing like a Christmas menu, but that's not. No, no I mean, can, unless you, know, you want to talk about your Christmas menu, but there's so many uh, memories from the episode that you did that people would want updates on. Um, <laughs> I, I would love to know how many Odeon cinema hot dogs you've eaten since we last saw you. I haven't been to Odeon. Oh, but no. my son, Harry, yeah. found... Um, is there a supermarket in London called Farm Fresh or something? Or Farm, uh, yeah. Farm Fresh? Whole Foods, yeah. Whole Foods. Well, the, that's very different to Farm Fresh, Bob, I'll be honest with you. Different. You've literally picked the two opposite ends of the spectrum, no? <laughs> I'm guessing Farm Foods is... Far, yeah, Farm Foods are not great, I'd say. Well, Whole Foods is the most expensive supermarket in the country. You can't get snobby about these things. Do you spend much time in B&M? What's that? What's what a shop, in? ladies and gentlemen, though, isn't it? You, you know what? You go into BMN, BM, BM, James, yeah. and you discover that they do orange DMs. Dimes? Oh, Diams. Yeah, yeah Diams. Diams. Oh, yeah. I'd go with Diams. 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 But yeah. we had this when Bob was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. The, they're spelled, the ones that you see are D A I M. Do I see different ones? <laughs> <laughs> It's like how cats see in black and white, you know, we're all... <laughs> well, maybe they're available anywhere, but I've, I had my first Nando's tonight. Yeah, Thank this you. is big news. I've just had it. I understand what the fuss is about. Was it nice? Juicy. Juicy. Yeah, warm. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, yeah and it's, it's quite tart, you know, spicy. Yeah. And the chips are pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, good chips. But when I asked you what you were ordering from Nando's, what did you say, Bob? A number two. <laughs> The second Nando's of the evening. <laughs> but you're too late, sir. No, there's always a queue when it, at, blue, at Blue Water, when I go Blue Water. Oh, yeah, Blue so Water I Nando's. Understand now. Yeah, I've yeah. got a Toby Carvery gold card. Did I tell you that? No. no you, did, you didn't tell us that, and congratulations on being alive still. <laughs> I'm, I'm being a... being, still being alive. Anyone who has a to- Toby Carvery gold card, that's what a one way ticket that, to the mall. Does that mean, what does that mean? Because it's already unlimited salad. <laughs> Does that mean free Toby Carvery? Free up to £100. <laughs> Only... But that's a month. Yeah. Oh, OK, £100 yeah. a month. It's not yeah. quite the gold card, you know, but... So you've got a voucher, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much are you paying for it? I've got a hard voucher. <laughs> a small hard voucher. So, yeah. What, what's how, your, how do you... If you're using the gold card... How do you hit up Toby Carvery? What's your route around the Toby Carvery? Yeah. Well, we go to the Carvery. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I'm not being facetious. Go no, to no, 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 no. Hey, no, but what are you, what are you having? What's your, what are you picking up from the Carvery? Well, you, if, you, if you get two meats, you get four slices of meat. Yeah. If you get three meats, you get three. Oh. So that's just a little tip if you're a Toby Carvery. <laughs> 
So you should always go for two meats. If there are any Toby jugs out there. And a large plate, get the Yorkshire pudding, and then on to the gravy station for a short prayer. <laughs> Before dining. Do, do, do you know? Why? Um, why? Now, now, back to the meat. Yes. So you're saying two meats and four. Four slices. That's eight slices of three of three. That's nine. No, no, no. Uh, you've, you've willfully misunderstood that, Rosie. Also, no, no, you, you, you completely overestimated the yeah, Toby yeah. Carberry there. Why? Also, clearly what was happening was you were listening and then you started looking at the crisps and you got distracted. <laughs> For two meats is four slices in total. Am I correct, Bob? Oh, two, slice, two slices of each meat. I you meant... Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you thought Bob meant that if you get two meats, you get two of each meat. Yeah. If you get three meats, you get three of each yeah. meat. And you were looking at all of us like, why do you think that's a better deal? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I want nine slices. Yes. <laughs> Is nine. there a way you can get nine slices, Bob? Are there nine meats? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we ask the big questions. I on mean, this it's pod. huge. It's Let's a huge see. question. Bob, how now, many meats now you, can now you name? Now you've misunderstood your own question, Bob. How many meats can you name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No one said there were nine meats. We were saying three meats, three. But please, I'd love us to name nine. nine Let's meats. see if Bob can do it. I think we could. Yeah, yeah. Is offal a meat? Do you include the offals? We can. Uh, well, can I, you I guess... slice? Can you slice offal? You slice liver, for sure. Yeah. Um, oh. Wait, how are we delineating this? Are we delineating it by animal or by no. cut of meat? Oh, no, it have to be animal. It have to be animal. By animal. It's right? whilst, be animal. whilst we're on offal, uh, Bob, you talked about tongue uh, quite a lot on your off-menu yeah, episode. I do like ox tongue, yeah. Yeah, and uh, a butcher sent me a tongue. Right. <laughs> you lucky lad. Off the back of that. I'm a real influencer now. Yeah. I've got a massive tongue through the post. <laughs> it's a very sad story, actually. Yeah. A, a butcher kidnapped Ed's wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to her. <laughs> so, nine meats. Well, there is, isn't there? <laughs> well, I don't know. Not unless you name them. Could you do, how many do you think you could name? The chicken meat. Chicken meat. Yeah. Always, always follow it with meat. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Your, your luncheon meat. Yeah. Uh, second. Second one. Bob, luncheon. Really? luncheon meat second. Chicken to luncheon. <laughs> this is unorthodox. What animal is luncheon? Luncheon's the pig. Pig meat. Ah. So, are we, are we going to say pork? Pork, yeah. Pork meat. Are we saying, is that separate to luncheon meat? If, if, well, if you're not giving it, I'm fine with that. It's a tinned meat. <laughs> are there nine tinned meats? Pork, pig. No, they're the same. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm so, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, the old pork pig. Yeah, pork pig. Pork pig, hog. <laughs> Oinker. I think that... Uh, uh, <laughs> right into the mic. You're right into the mic, Rosie. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> We're having a game of pork pig hog here. If you don't mind. Chicken. You go pork and chicken. So oh, we're far. going ahead with this. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. We're playing nine meats. You Chicken, cow, pig, lamb, 
Lamb and sheep, similar, very similar, niche at least. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 the lamb is a, a young sheep, so I don't know what I don't understand the parameters of the game. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to hazard a guess well, that meats. they're not going to allow lamb and sheep. No, we well, mutton. Are you going to go mutton? Mutton. Niche, mutton. Can you name nine animals that you can slice? One. <laughs> suppose that's, that's it. That's essentially it? it. Yeah. Would you ever, would you ever go up to a horse? Perhaps not a horse. Go up. Go to up, give it a stroke and then bite a chunk of the meat. <laughs> It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, let's stop talking about meat. Well, unless you want to talk about processed meat or pocket meats. I won processed meat man of the year last year. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a trophy and everything came through the post. What's it made of? <laughs> for advocating processed meat. I suppose because of your podcast. Right, so you won an award because of the pod, because well, you advocated for processed meats. Yeah. <laughs> And then you won Processed Meat Man of the Year. Yeah. It's rather beautiful trophy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, to be, to be fair, I that, take that as a huge, huge compliment, but I think you have talked about pocket meats on various platforms. Yeah, but a pocket meat's not necessarily a processed meat. The finest pocket meat is a chicken. <laughs> or a sliced ham. Of course. Pepperami and the like are the easiest, but, yeah. you know, that's go, a, go the a, extra those mile. Are, those are top pocket meats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or the little, or the little coin pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The little coin pocket. Pepper nice inside pocket. Oh, yeah. oh that's an oh, IPM no. if ever I've heard one. The 9 p.m. That's sausage. A, that's an IPM, an inside pocket meat. I've immediately created an acronym for my own amusement there, Bob. I thought you said 9 p.m. meat. What? It is the perfect 9 p.m. meat, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's 9 p.m. somewhere. <laughs> It could become a habit. Yeah. Watch out. Well, that's good you won that trophy. It is good. I'm very it. proud of you for doing that. Did Nish come last in that when you won it? Why would I come last? When Bob the won? The person who was oh, least yeah, advocated. You're making a taskmaster yeah. dig. Oh, sorry. Was I? That Did show. you come last in t- taskmaster? Yeah, I came last in your taskmaster. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Nish I didn't know you'd come last, Nish. That oh. is. Bob, Bob doesn't even remember that Nish was on the series. The Willie's Pie of Taskmaster. Nish Kumar. Every time Nish's task came on, cut to Bob, he's eating a pepperoni out of his inside pocket. It's 9pm somewhere. <laughs> I did. I came last, and that's why James is getting a dig in. I'm just asking if Nish came last in the, uh, the, the processed meat competition. Look, look at my body type. <laughs> Do I look like I would come last in a processed meat competition, James? I'd come a, a creditable silver and be honoured to follow Bob Mortimer. <laughs> he also was just comedians who won that award. Yeah. The was there a ceremony? Award. No, it literally just came through the post. <laughs> I'm not promising there was no, you know... There was no it, heads up. I you suppose were... I hope you're going to f- photograph it. <laughs> photograph it. And, you know, give them publicity, processed meats. But it's just generic. It wouldn't have been any particular meat, uh, processed meat. You shouldn't eat processed anything, should you, really? I think that's... Oh, oh, oh don't talk like they're going to take that trophy whoa, away. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think you should only eat processed meats. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow is a knock on Bob's door. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bob, uh, is it good to be alive, son? Yeah, um... You've asked that of your oldest guest. 
<laughs> I suppose that is appropriate. Well, it's what you like to say to your son when you uh, mix the, the mustard oh, and the course. ketchup yeah. sauce. You mix the mustard and the ketchup sauce from the Odin Cinema hot dog and you say, it's good to be alive. I'd imagine if, if Bob didn't remember that, that was a very harsh thing to say. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was mortified when I saw the look in your eyes. Quite a lot of sadness Bob. there. And you made it go so quiet as well. Yeah. Bob, is it good to be alive? It's good to be alive. I felt like I was counting every day, you know. <laughs> it's, um, I was saying, so what, just in case, just to finish that up, at Whole Foods. Is it Whole Foods? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. They've yeah. got a replica, um, uh, a hot dog sausage that is as good as, it's German. And mm. it is as good as the Odeon one, I oh, reckon. Because wow. I haven't beaten the cinema since, since Off Menu. Have you not? Not been, no. Oh. Is that because you discovered podcasts and don't need films anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I haven't been, really. I stopped during pandemic. Um, and my son's left home. I know, and the water's... There's no water in Tunbridge Wells at the moment. <laughs> been off for five days. What? Yeah. No! Yeah. No water. Five days. So, yeah, when what? you say I'm glad to be alive, I'm not so sure, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I could go either way on that. Oh, Bob, I didn't know things were that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, no one's letting you swell their hot dog and mustard if you've got no water in Tunbridge Wells. Got no water? I'm not using mustard instead. Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you had to use a condiment to wash Great it. Great question. <laughs> You've got to pick one condiment to wash in, Ooh. maybe for the rest of your life. Am I washing my entire body, face? Your yep. entire body, your face, and everything below. My tail. Um, and everything behind the face. Oh. And you can't, you, can't avoid, you can't avoid any bits. What's behind your face, James? Your mind? Is that what you're thinking? Back of the skull. Back of the skull. All the way down. Back. I like that that was the deal breaker in your mind. And before you start trying to get out of it, back of the head as well. <laughs> yeah. Is it easy for you? Yeah. What condiment right. you'd wash in? Hold, hold your answer, Rosie. Bob, which condiment would you wash your full body with and you're not allowed to avoid any bits of your body? Well, the, the first thing I thought of, I'd probably select it, is um, white vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? I think. Would you, Rosie? I think. Yeah, that is so easy. <laughs> Vinegar, cause you get a little tingle. <laughs> <laughs> you would, especially yeah. around the anus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, oh, little bit, little bit, oh. I can think of another liquid condiment: soy sauce. Um, ketchup, mustard, oh, mustard, know, mayonnaise. You know what I tried just for the lunch? Um, wasabi. Oh, yeah. yeah, if you want a bit of a tingle, yeah. I'll send you to the moon. <laughs> I think Dijon mustard would be quite exfoliating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Be a nice no, scrub. whole grain. Whole grain, the whole sorry. Grain, yeah. yeah, don't use the do yeah, the whole grain, yeah. yeah. Well, well done on picking that up actually. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, I do my feet with um, tartar sauce. Why? <laughs> Why not? Oh. <laughs> Apologies. I do my whole lower body in tartar sauce, I could feel like a merman. Yeah. 
what? tartar what? sauce. Hang on. What? What? Wait, you think fish like being slathered in tartar sauce? What are you I talking about? I think if the bottom of my, ha- my bottom half is covered in tartar sauce, I'd feel like a fish. Yeah. But if my top half isn't, I'd feel like a man. And so, top half of a man, bottom half fish. Google it. I'm a merman. <laughs> I think that's right. Google it. <laughs> Google, what is bottom half fish, top half man? I'll do it in the interval, on private browsing. <laughs> Bob, do you remember uh, what, when we were talking about hot dogs and chocolate bars? We, we talked a lot about chocolate bars when you were on as well. The, the Dayan bar was only one of the chocolate yeah, bars mentioned. Right. Do you remember your dream fantasy crossover between uh, hot dogs and chocolate? That was Mars bar and sausage in baguette. <laughs> it was a, did it, you know, did you, is this common or do you know they, they cancelled the topic a couple of months ago? No. Oh. Bloody cancel culture, it's again. Great, it's a great biscuit. Not made anymore. This year. There you go, anyway. How often were what you happened? having a topic? Not often enough, no. very neglected. <laughs> I think, I think, it, I think the most underrated chocolate bar is the time out. What do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say... It's a decent bar. It's a decent bar. I mean, I think lion bars are pretty underrated. I think they're quite yeah. good and don't get enough... Double decker, double deckers. Yeah. A lot of love for sorry, the double deckers. Sorry, I think they're the two worst. <laughs> the double... I'm not sorry, I'm not just being... They're just like... Yeah. They're a virgin on the savoury. They're difficult. Savoury? They're, they're in the toffee crisp area, you know? Oh, yeah. I remember you said toffee crisp was savoury when you put yes. the podcast. <laughs> but you know that... You know, like a topic is a real indulgence or a caramel, Cadbury's caramel. Yeah. Delicious. In it, though. Oh, you know, compared to a, a double decker. Yeah, something to get your teeth into. Do you, know, do you know who did the voice of the caramel bunny in the adverts? Yeah, the sexy caramel bunny back in the day. Maybe a Margulies. Wow. I did the Churchill dog. <laughs> yeah. Which you can't eat. Yeah. It's not a. No, you can't eat oh, it. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was a. I did. I've never known you as a competitive man, Bob, but the speed with which you followed up, I did the Churchill dog. <laughs> well, I did the Churchill dog! <laughs> it's true. Did Fair cop. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the caramel advert where the bunny said, never let anyone fuck you up the arse? <laughs> you, you have to have heard the Miriam Margulies episode of the podcast yeah. to understand that. Don't worry, Bob. Miriam Margulies came on the podcast and uh, her, her golden rules for life were... Don't, let, about, the, don't uh, let the sun go down on an Don't argument. let the sun go down on an argument and never let anyone fuck you up the bum. <laughs> Do you have golden rules for life, Bob? Rules for life? Golden rules for life. Golden? Golden rules Ooh, for life. Shit. <laughs> yeah, my that Yeah, I, I think that um, it's important that when you're living with the p- other people that you stay very quiet whilst they're asleep. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you know I, hate, I you know people who are wandering around yeah. putting red, you know if someone's still asleep, just keep quiet. And I like to turn up on time and all. And I, I like those two because the two things that you'll never get thanked for. Do you know what That's I mean? True, You're yeah. not doing it for the thank you. Yeah, you yeah. don't. You don't. When they get up, you don't say to them, "I kept quiet." For <laughs> <laughs> From inside a trunk. In the, you know, I think they're yeah. quite nice things to do. They're very nice things to do. How do you stay... Do you have any tips for staying quiet while other people are asleep? Do you have any techniques? Oh, yeah. Well, I just stare out the window. Um, <laughs> just, just count stuff. Count stuff. 
you do, as you get older, you'll find you do stare a lot more, but you don't necessarily see more. <laughs> do you know? You're just staring. And if someone said, what did you say? <laughs> Not so sure. Whereas a youngster can take it in, Nish, you'd look out there and say a robin bird in the oak trees beginning to... Yeah, yeah, done. That's a spot-on impression yeah, of me. Nish, <laughs> Nish often says that. That's robin, Nish at the window. Tree. That's Nish at the window <laughs> all over. Robin, oak tree, Rosie Jones honking a tit. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that, immediately, as soon as you said it. Beer down, bam, back to a beer. And then you pushed her over. Yeah. I did not... Disgraceful. Horseshit. Disgraceful. Off of the oak tree. Right up that oak tree. (laughs) This is so weird because actually my golden rulers always fuck (laughs) and maybe imagine (laughs) up the arse. Always is the horrifying word in that sentence for me. I'm I'm assuming you mean any (laughs) time. Whenever you get the chance to have sex with Miriam Margulies, not just always. Where's Rosie? Take a guess. (laughs) You know where she is. Yeah. Always. <laughs> I love Acas to try to give her a way out of yeah. it. And her going, no, no, I've said always. Always, <laughs> always <laughs> fuck Miriam Margulies up the arse. Also breaks two of Bob's golden rules. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie's late. She's fucking Miriam Margulies up the arse. <laughs> Miriam's trying to sleep. <laughs> If you lived with Rosie, Bob. If I. If you lived with Rosie. Yeah. Big and Rosie, well, yeah, but. Would you rather live with Alan Sugar or Alan Shearer? <laughs> no, share a flat for six months. Yep. Oh, that is great. Sh- Shearer, not even hesitation. Shearer, I mean, Shearer I, I, seems like a decent bloke. Yeah, you're Sugar right. seems like an absolute nightmare. Yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah. I think it would have to be Shearer, wouldn't it? Yeah. Gotta be Shearer. I'll go Sugar. Unless, you'll go Sugar. Why you'll not? go Sugar. <laughs> Ed, you're diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the only sugars I don't have to inject for. <laughs> Couple of big dicks in the. <laughs> Yeah, Shearer, I reckon. Shearer, yeah, it's, it's a bad one. I usually ask it with daytime presenters. Yeah. Do you know, like Martin from Holmes Under the Hammer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a bad one, because everyone just says yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Before you get to the second. Martin, eh? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, what's, hap- what's happened? He's got off the rails, has he? I'm I don't sure. know, I just do. I, I'm genuinely mean that. What has happened? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been keeping up <laughs> with Martin's goings on. I have chestnuts at Christmas, Ooh. just so that I could say one, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, just one thing. Chestnuts, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, do people still have them? Ross uh, chestnuts. You do, do people still have chestnuts at Christmas? They're delicious, aren't they? It's getting hard, though, to get... Um, at the moment, the ratio I'm getting is about one good one out of every four. It's, it's tough, isn't it? 
Because the bad ones taste like shit. They really do. Right. Yeah. Do you ever buy them off the street vendors? You know, the chestnut street vendors? I never go into the street. <laughs> I, I'm either in my house or on parkland. That's it. One of my rules. The third rule. That's what we were all waiting for. <laughs> never be on the street. Well, I don't understand the streets anymore, so it's best to keep keep on the park. Yeah. Yeah. What's changed on the streets since uh, back in your day? No, wouldn't know, James, because I've not been on the streets. <laughs> well, do you remember what it was that made you go? I can't be on the streets anymore. Ch- bloody chestnut sellers. Yeah. <laughs> They're big fat asses. <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't, get, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. There's not much to see anymore. Yeah, there used yeah. to be so much to see on the streets. Yeah. Kids with hoops, you know, kicking a ball around, playing rounders, yeah. bunting everywhere. Yeah. It's all gone. It's all gone now. It's all gone. Hello, Tim. Hello, James. What's in the back? Poppadoms. <laughs> how many poppadoms you got? Ten. Ten. Do you want to guess how much they cost? Oh, that's a good game. Good game. Well, just guess them. Four ninety nine. What? What? Four ninety nine for what seven. What the fuck are you five? talking about? So in this, in the, in the curry house I go to, they go. I'll tell you what. I'll do nine of them for fifty p a piece. And I'll tell you what. I'll throw in a tenth for forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you got them from Marks and Spencer or something. Why think anything? Good boy. Two fifty. Can I? Can I jump in and say something for this podcast because I love it dearly and I think there's a genuine love of food and mm. food curiosity. And for this audience, may I just say one thing? Yes. For the people listening to this, it's fine if you want to call them poppadums. Ah. I don't mind. I think it's fine because that is the English word. Can we but have an alternative? So no, not the alternative. The correct. Mm. <laughs> So, for those of you who are like, oh, I like this food so much, I eat poppadums all the time, just do yourself a favor and call them the real thing, you know. It's papad. Chris. Huh? P-A-P-A-D. It's just, it's just papad. And you can't say it because that's a sound only South Asians can make, but just say papad. Because here's the thing, when, you, when I see British people love papad, Popper, and then they say popperdom, and I'm like, oh, because I feel bad for them. Yeah. So, just everyone on this podcast, just say popper. You or in your head, just think it. Say it's popperdom, but I know it's popper. Yes. I'll be honest with you, Cinder. You said this when you came on the podcast, yeah. and it, it was too late thing. to change the catchphrase. And that's then we fine. went to America, and no one understood what the fuck we were saying anyway. But that's America. They don't understand fuck all. <laughs> fuck them. They don't even understand who to get for president. They got that lunatic. Fuck them. Just Biden. It's I Papad. like Joe Biden. Yeah. It's Papad. <laughs> Wait, so we added on the dom. No, first of all, you put an O in it. Pop. Pop. Papa dom. It's like what? It's like, it's like if I call bread boda boda. <laughs> bread is not boda boda. It's what's, bread. What's the old for red? <laughs> <laughs> How about this? I, How about I, this? How about this, James? There's no downside to it. How about you just fucking do it? Where's if the I downside? Poppard or bread? Yeah, poppard. Perfect. But what if I said poppard or Buddha Buddha? Yeah, <laughs> fine. But you know what? I just want to make it very clear. I'm saying this from a place of true 
sort of love for people who love food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my kids make fun of me. They say, oh, when you, when you speak to your Italian friend, instead of calling him Lorenzo, you're like Lorenzo. They make fun of me. And I'm mm. not asking you to be that weird guy. I'm just saying, for like us Papa. who know, just say Papa. No, there's no downside. I, I'll tell yeah. you what. Or okay, start okay. calling bread, boda, boda. Okay, but I, I would, I would right feel now. like a total dick in an Indian restaurant. If I looked at the menu that says Papadom and look at the waiter and go, three papad, please. No, because you know what the Indian guy is going to be thinking? Hella fucking Luya. Finally somebody. Well, I promise you, Cindy, this is a promise now. We've recorded quite a few episodes for the next series. But the next episode we record, I will say papad or bread to them. I'll yeah. shout that. Great. And we will see how it goes. You, you see how it, it goes. I promise you I will do it the next episode. And yes. we'll, we'll see how it goes. Because saying a word the way that it's supposed to be said and it's not your language is not always something that's done with an intention outside of love mm. for that thing, you know? And I think we know you love papar. Yes. So say it papar, and that's fine. And anyone who doesn't like it can fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what I brought along. <laughs> Can I just jump in on behalf of Zimbabwe? Oh. You know when you say still or sparkling? No. Yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> just call it what it is, yeah? Still, and then as, as Zimbabwe's would say, maniac water. Okay. Maniac water? Maniac water. I'll do that. Ne- you have my word, Munya. Okay. The next episode we record. This is genuinely like a Christmas party. Do you want to add in your culture? Yeah, I would like to add something from my culture, James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you say starter, we tend to say hors d'oeuvre. Or <laughs> fucking d'oeuvre. There's no downside. Just get it fucking right. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thanks for having me. For a minute there, it felt like you genuinely turned up to a Christmas party late and you just stood in the corner with your first drink while people had an argument. For two and a half hours. Yeah. Do you like Christmas, Tim? Yeah. yeah. Do you like it? What's your problem with Christmas? Huh? What's your problem with Christmas? No problem, no problem. <laughs> Can we uh, unveil the pop Avail? What? Avail? Unveil them. Unveil. Yes. Yeah. But, Ed, do you like Christmas? I love Christmas. Yeah. I never got Christmas. I'm, I'm, I'm about to get to you. Uh, Relax. Did Munya, you like Christmas? Munya, I'll be honest, there wasn't much of a fucking gap in your bit. Yeah. <laughs> do you like Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like Christmas? It's okay. It's okay. Good. But we all are on the okay side of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, Good. yeah, yeah. I good. love it. Good. Yeah, just, yeah it's not, I like Christmas. Tim, what, um, what bag did you bring your poppadoms in there? The um, paper bag? That says just... Jojo Maman Bebe. Yeah. <laughs> So just in case anyone doesn't know what that shop is, it's Maternity, Baby and Child, Nursery and Toys. Mm-hmm. They sell poppadoms? What's the story? What's Papad. the story? What's the story behind that bag, Tim? What, what, what you got that bag for, mate? It's also very dirty on the bottom. Yeah, okay. Okay. very dirty on the bottom. Okay. Like a baby. So it's basically a case of where to get the bag and explain the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and r- rather than constructing my menu this time. 
<laughs> oh yeah, no menu. No, no menu. menu this no time. menu this time. Um, oh, I bought a um, um, a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, you know, babe. What's it called? Baby. Uh, baby grow. A baby grow. Yeah, yeah, for my for my goddaughter Esther. Lovely. Yeah. That's quite sweet. That's nice. How did the yeah. bag get so dirty? And then I, oh yeah, I wiped my ass and scraped it on the box. <laughs> <laughs> That's my humour. <laughs> That's perfect stuff for me. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, yeah. Now, Tim, you, you brought the, the pup ad um, because, okay? Uh, Fantastic. Because it was a big, a big chat. The, the craze that was spreading the nation. Yeah. Shall I be mother? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big fans of Shall I be mother. Look, look, you said it was a fan favourite, and it, it truly is a fan yeah. favourite. Do I explain Shall I Be Mother to the people who haven't heard the episode? Um, well, weirdly, no, I don't, because when you made up a Shall I Be Mother, it had nothing to do with me. <laughs> you pinned it onto me, James. You two hatched a plan to make me be a person who says, shall I be mother, and karate chops poppadoms. But, in actual real life, I don't do that. Mm. I think it sounds like exactly the kind of thing you would do. Oh, I would so do it. I mean, it it's up exactly, not, it's oh, it fits in. I'm yeah. not saying it doesn't fit in, but I don't do it. That's like someone being, you know, arrested for murder, and then they go, did you do this one? Actually, they might have done, but, you know, yeah. you've, you've got to do the research. Research? Research. Detective work. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, when, it's I, not when true. I've listened back to it, you, you are the You've one. You've listened back to it? Yeah. Wowee. Yours? Bit sad. Yours I listened back to, Tim. You listen back. Fan favourite. Do you have listening parties? I think yeah. you're starting to believe your own hype. <laughs> you are the one who brings up. Shall I be mother is a phrase, definitely. No, no, yeah. no, no. No, I'm pointing at James there. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at people when they're talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bring it up, and I genuinely in the moment believed that Tim would have said it. Yes. That's not in dispute. So I think it was fine. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To say you said it. I think it was fine to say that I once saw you karate chop a poppadom and say, shall I be mother? Poppadom. Yeah. Here's, here's the question, Tim. Since, since, the podcast, since the podcast... Do you want me to help, Cindy? No. <laughs> pass it here. Pass it here. I can sort this. I see what you did to that yeah. bag. Right. Give me, no, I'm not going to do that. Pass it here. Pass it here. Oh, all right. You used to take uh, Papa off an Indian woman and said, shall I help? Oh, I, I will do. You know, yeah. That's called, that's no, called colonisation. No, I'm not... No, dear, I, you, you come here. I can sort I that am, out. I promise I'm not colonising you. What I'm doing is, I'm just saying, shall I be mother? <laughs> shall I be mother? Just so everyone knows, in 1757, when the British showed up, they said, we're not colonising you, and then they did that. 
that's what happened. 57, I had it down as 50, is it 57? 1757 Battle of Plassey, that's when it started. I believe they screamed, shall I be mother? Yeah, and they said, shall I be mother? Wow, three minutes to six. There was a lot of chat about your favorite Indian restaurant. Favorite Indian restaurant, yeah. And you would not reveal the name on the podcast. If you announce it here tonight, we will delete, we will bleep it on the actual podcast. Perfect. But these people will hear it. Will you reveal? Yeah. You're definitely going to bleep it. We'll bleep it on the actual we will podcast. Bleep it. But to oh, these so these people, guys can go? Yeah, it's a mere 2,500 people. Oh. And they're not all going to go. Okay, so we're going to get the name out there. I like going to this place. Yeah. It's really busy. Uh-huh. You can't just invite 18,000 people. <laughs> can you? Have you been to this place? Oh, you've not told me the name of it. Yeah, you refuse to tell us the name of it. Okay, and you're going to bleep it? We'll bleep it. We'll bleep it. Wait, what's, what, what is this? It's an Indian restaurant, and it's the best Indian restaurant in London. Yeah. And sometimes they have a sitar player. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, 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 okay. Oh no! Hold on, it's all right. Cindy's not going. So it's seventeen thousand nine hundred ninety-nine now. Yeah. So you're it's right. It's fantastic. Yeah. The guy who runs it is is phenomenal, and you know, is 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 he always gets us in there. If you are going to go, go, but go. You know, gently. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say a restaurant's fantastic because the owner always gets you in there. <laughs> That's the basics of a restaurant, I think. Do you want to know it or not? Yes. Masala Zone. <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off, Tim. Don't do this to me. I do need to know. I, I know what it is. Yeah, nice, isn't it? Oh, yeah, just whisper to each other now. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> I just told him to nod. Well, I did nod. I did my acting. Been in any fun lifts lately, Tim? Uh, yeah. When Tim came on the podcast, he went on a lift that, um, what was it called? Paternoster lift. Oh, yes. Yeah, here in, we go. Yes. In Sheffield. <laughs> yes, yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. In Sheffield. In Sheffield. <laughs> fucking finally. Telling these guys, these twats don't have a fucking clue. I've seen it. Yeah. I'll be yeah, honest, it's, it's the first time I've uh, ever seen anyone pull a neck oil out of a Jojo Mama and Bebe bag. <laughs> have, you been on, have you been on it? 100%. And it's so dangerous. 100%. I love 100%. It's so dangerous. Because there's no mechanism, there's no emergency stop. So if, you're, if you happen to have very long legs, Big happen. and one leg goes on and keeps going up, it can be broken between the wall and the lift. It yeah. can and it will. Elevator? Yeah. Oh, you can. There's lots of good men on that lift. Ask them to explain it to you. Sorry, sorry, is this an elevator? Yeah. Uh, the, well, uh, why are your legs going up and down? That's only half the story. No, this no, but why are your legs going up? Because you, lift- might, you might go, oh, there's a lift, and you put one leg, you... Wait, 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 you might say it. there's a lift and put one leg? What are you doing? You have to step into it. Just in case anyone wants the definition of optimism, Benito just appeared at the door and said there's five minutes left. Okay, no, so is this a lift in a building? Yeah, always in a building. Okay, so this is a lift? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So this is, this is a lift in a building in Sheffield, mm-hmm. yeah. and somehow to organise yourself to get inside, you need to use your leg. Well, you you always need, you always I think the that. phrase that Amunia didn't use was step into the lift. Yeah. Oh, so you need to step into the lift. Most journeys start with a single step. Dude, so I get that. In. But why do your long legs matter? Hmm? Why do your long legs so matter? The, the, this is a lift that is too, t- 
two sort of cubicles, elevators, yeah. or constantly rotating on a belt system. Oh, so thank you, Ed. It goes round and round and round, and you need to step in at the right point when it goes past mm. your floor and get off at the right point. And the reason it's more easy to tour people is, as a short person, if my leg goes in first, generally, there's not enough of it, so my whole body goes in with it. As a tall person, <laughs> fragments of your leg can go in first. Fragments of my fucking legs. I have extremely long legs. Saying. And oh I have God. never yeah. put fragments of my leg into anything. <laughs> <laughs> you, but anyway, you know, was the know, lift fun? You know Cindy's body follows her legs, right? Yeah, you know she exactly. Go... Yeah, but yeah. Cindy, your whole leg went ahead of Yeah, because I was doing an impression of the, the exact John, thing you're John not Cleese. talking about. Anyway, I've, I've been in it and survived, so you can't tell me, you know, how to survive it. You survived a lot of stuff, Dude, you survived nuts with a nut allergy. You're amazing. And may I ask you a question, Minnie? Yeah. In your... Paternoster career. Why were you there, by the way? Did you study in Sheffield? I studied psychology. All right, yeah. What? Psychology. Psychology. Would you major in yourself? <laughs> You're like a Batman villain who took on too much of his patience. <laughs> Stop. I think you're a really nice chat show host. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Were you in the Arts Tower then? All the time, man. Yeah, sure. That was my thrills. My thrills. Yeah, I mean, when you're a student and you're broke, yeah. you know, talk about struggle meals. There were yeah. days I was going back. Yeah. You know, I remember I told you I ate uh, porridge with Vimto. That's how yeah, bad Yeah, sorry. It got. Thanks for leaning around. Yeah. Tim's fully turned his back to me, even though I'm one of the hosts of this. <laughs> anyway, I've been in that lift because it's an easy thrill. Yeah, it's a lovely thrill. It's an easy thrill. It's an easy thrill if your legs don't follow your body and fragments of them have to follow yes. away and if you're short, a, you go ahead first, yes. It's an easy thrill if you can get all of the fragments on. Exactly. Yeah. It's an easy thrill if you're a slinky. I don't know what would happen if you put a slinky on a paternoster. It's really what would lovely, happen if it? you put a massive this, slinky? This is the Christmas dinner party off menu. Yeah. And it really now feels like the end of an actual Christmas dinner party. <laughs> Except for the fact I, I, that two I, I, and a half thousand people sat in front of us, and we are all going. <sighs> but, <coughs> I guess my problem with that, mm. Ed, is I don't think I, I would usually use the term Christmas dinner party. Would you not? No, it, it's Christmas Day, and you have Christmas dinner. I mean, you well, don't we, say let's have not... a Christmas dinner party. Yeah, fair enough. But we're not going to say this is Christmas Day, are we? What? Now, Munia. Fucking hell. You're joking. When you were in, in your career on the Paternoster lift, did you ever go over the top and come back down? You know what? I never had the courage. No, because too short. What holds you when you're going over the hump? What? <laughs> fucking gravity, Munia. Same as when you're walking over a fucking hill. When you're in a plane, what do you mean, what holds you? You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, it's, it's not Willy Wonka, mate. <laughs> this host. Paternoscular scum. That. What holds you when you're going over the top, Tim, do you know? Uh, I think there might be a grain of truth in gravity. <laughs> <laughs> do you do it? Just the twice. <laughs> Dicey. <laughs> Tim, we got your present, but um, 
I don't know how it's, how it's going to feel. <laughs> now, now, Tim, I'll be honest. I feel slightly heartbroken by this present. We were so excited. You ready? Yep. Yep, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Shall I be mother? <laughs> we didn't know you were going to bring your own. Damn, Here we go. Uh, you might want to shield your eyes in the front if you're not wearing glasses. To, to signify the first ever paparo bread. Yes. Here we go. Oh, lovely. Do you want to say it? Paparo bread. Paparo bread, Tim Key. Paparo bread. Yes. Shall I be mother? Yes, yes. please. Yes. Yes. Integrated it. Look, look at that! Mash. Honestly, are you the incredible Hulk? <laughs> that is fucking insane! Turn it to dust! Thank God we, we rented these four carpets. Because <laughs> the poor Hey Dougie set would be ruined! What a lovely memory that was, James. What a night. Brilliant night. Um... We dedicate it to the memory of Nish Kumar. Yes. But of course, aside from all of that, 2022, I think we'll all remember as the year to phone your mum. Yes. Hopefully this will become a more regular feature in the podcast in 2023 because we love these phone calls. Amy Gledhill and Ryland Clark just getting on the old bell to their mothers. So see, actually, seaweed on mash. Yeah. Uh-huh. In particular, is like... Oh. On the time we're going to mash. Oh, I love the idea God. of it. I can imagine yeah. it, but I've just never been in a situation where it's been it's no, been possible. Never been possible. I've never been to the half moon. Would you try it at home? Yeah, I'd do that at home, for sure. Really? On the tarragon Does it go with all the tarragon yeah. mash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be confident enough. You're the mash king, man. Yeah, but not put seaweed on it. Just a, sp- just a little sprinkle. Oh, no, you sprinkle them? I thought this was the jelly stuff. What, why are we talking here? Oh, oh. Well, are you talking like crispy, crispy boy, crispy Nori, dry boy? You're talking about like the stuff that goes around sushi. No, well, are you talking about the stuff like if you, you went to like a Chinese restaurant, and you got it as a starter, that kind of seaweed. Yeah, I guess that kind of seaweed. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, I guess nori would also work. The sheets that they're at, the they sheet. wrap sushi in. The sheet, you can in, get yeah. sheets, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're sprinkling them on. They're not sprinkling. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you're not sprinkling a sheet on. Yeah, but mm. you you can get it. You can chop up a sheet. Can we ring them now? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, I'll ring them. Yeah, I'll ring them. Yeah, do it. Oh, my I'll, God. I'll, I'll ring them and we'll find out what's going on. You say, oh just God, asking you about the seaweed, the, that you, the seaweed that you put on the roast, and they go, are you with Amy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. Putting them on speaker. Oh, my God. Good evening, Hoffman. Good day. Hello, um, I just phoned in to have a quick question. Um, with the roasts, is there the option to have uh, seaweed on them? Is that the um, is this the right place? Sorry, could you say that again? It's a bit loud in here. Yeah, no worries. Um, with the roast dinners, roast dinners is yeah. there an option to have seaweed <laughs> on the roast dinners? Is that is this seaweed. the right? Yeah, is this the right place? No, it's Sorry, there's a place. There's a place nearby. Is this just, just outside of Cottenham, yeah? Sorry, say that again. Are you just outside of Cottenham? The, um... Yeah, we are, yeah. Okay, there's a place nearby that does roasts that have... Sorry, my friend was trying to... We're trying to book a place that she remembers. Uh, maybe... That... Uh, could be the Mill House restaurant, Oh, the Mill House? Yeah, try the Mill House. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Okay, Cheers. Thanks, mate. Bye. 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 Get you... <laughs> 
Give me the number, Benito. <laughs> Give me the number because it was not. Skip it was not, not the right. Skip is that, not right. Shout out to that lady for being so patient with she you. Was yeah, lovely, she was lovely, wasn't she? She had a noisy restaurant on her oh, hands God. there. She was not enjoying it. It's not Skidby. Should I text my mum? Text your mum. That could have been a Moses like style prank because she just ran with it. She just went along it. Yeah. The seaweed <laughs> and the earth did a poo. Hey, anyone see the seaweed? <laughs> I mean, it's not looking okay. good for you because, no, like, te- let me text imagine what, what a thing to make up, you know, <laughs> that there's a place that does seaweed on the road. Yeah. You should be calling your mum. I don't want to call my mum. <laughs> <laughs> up to you. I, I, I don't know how much of this is staying in for the listener, but this is the most amount of research we've ever done. Yeah. Mid-pod. Seaweed, roast dinner, Cottenham is what I'm going to Google. I feel like I'm in CTU. <laughs> oh, I love it. Have you texted your mum? Yeah. What's up to? I really want to know this. Shall I ring my mum? Yeah, ring yeah, your mum. Ring your mum. Do I put her on speakerphone? Only if you want, if you feel comfortable with that. Yeah, it's up to you. Okay. Imagine if it's the woman in the pub again. Hello. Hiya, mum. Hello. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Got a weird question. I'm 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 on a pod. I'm doing a podcast right now. Uh-huh. So you you're on speakerphone and with James and Ed. Do you want to say hello? Hello. 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 <laughs> uh, Signal maker. I warn you. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Okay. Well, just being quick. Um, we're trying to find a. We're trying to find the name of the restaurant we went to where we had a like a kind of a roast dinner on a big roundabout. And we drove there, and on the roast dinner, they, like, sprinkle seaweed on the mash, and we're trying to find that restaurant, and I can't remember the name of it, and I thought it was near Cottingham. Do you How me- long ago? It was before COVID, but it, um, I drove there, so it was after I passed my driving test. <laughs> God. Do you, do you remember what it was called? Oh, just ask your dad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can you remember a restaurant we went to? Amy drove, and it was on a round table, you say? No, it was on a roundabout. It's on a big roundabout. Oh, it's on a big roundabout, and the sprinkle seaweed or something on the mash. We had a big roast dinner. We had a big roast it a, dinner. It's on a big roundabout. Just before COVID, and was it just me and me and your dad and you? I think maybe there was one other person, but I know I drove because I left first before you did. So it wasn't Victoria Dock? No, it wasn't. When you drove off? No, it it wasn't then. Um, It wouldn't have been Home Farm, would it? You would have got a carvery from there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe. Absolutely. Could perfect. be Home Farm. Near the Humber Bridge. Near the Humber Bridge. Yeah. Could be yeah, that, that one. On the, that's on a big roundabout, isn't it? And home yeah, farm. we did go there. We yeah. did go there. Because I think um, I can remember getting a, a pink gin because I wasn't driving. Yeah. Maybe it was that then. All right then. Well, we're, we're, we're just trying to work out which one it is. So we'll try that one. Thanks, Mum. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. All right. All right then. Bye. 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 Your mum's an absolute hero. Bless her. <laughs> Come on. Thank you for calling the Home Farm Barista. 
I'm sorry, all of our team members are busy with guests at the moment. If you'd like to book a table, you can always book online at www.brewersfair.co.uk. We can also find lots of information on how you can dine safely with us. Thanks for your call, and we look forward to seeing you soon. No option of an answer, fine. No. Uh, just free advertising. Heartbreak. Free advertising for <laughs> Just gave him a free advert. I'll be honest. It doesn't. F- it doesn't feel like the sort of place that are going to offer seaweed. Um, Absolutely. It's a brewer's. Fa- it's a brewer's Absolutely fair. Pub. Obsessed with it. <sighs> it's something we have to throw to the listeners, which is torture. Here's the reason I really want to be able to solve yeah. this for you, Amy. Yeah, please. It's because if we don't solve it in this yeah. episode, yeah, there is a right answer out there. Yeah. There will be a lot of people who know that answer. Yeah. Yes. And you will get every single week for the rest of your life <laughs> someone tweeting you what the answer to this thing yes. is. That right. w- we've, when, when Nicola Coughlin came in the episode, uh, she couldn't remember what a Staffordshire oat cake was. We didn't solve it within the episode. Right. Every day of her every life, of her someone life. tweets her going, okay. oh, just so you know, it's a Staffordshire oat cake. Yeah. Every single day. And still, okay. it's still part of her life, even though she's on the biggest show on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, if we don't solve this for you, within the episode, okay. everyone's going to be tweeting you going, it's this place. Yeah. And that's all your timeline's going to be. I, but I think that's it. We're going we we to we're gonna have to move on. It sounds delicious. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just message my brother Paul, <laughs> and if he gets back within the episode, yeah. then yeah. we'll know. My mum, I built her a house five minutes from mine. Uh-huh. She can't get it. Oh no, she can't get it. But actually, and my mum is still funny. always eating on the phone. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> trifle MS. MS trifle. Ar. She rang me twice last night. If I showed you my phone, you'll see my real name's Ross. She'd be like, Ross, why haven't you answered the phone? If she's just rung me, yeah. Then she'll ring me again. I've got like three missed calls. So last <laughs> night, I then see my phone and think, fuck, she's had a fall. She's been attacked. She's being robbed. Yeah. Did I leave them Airwick air fresheners on your kitchen island? <laughs> I swear to fucking God, look. Also, this, this is what if I got last got, night. If you got missed calls from her, you know that she's been eating all night. Because she's phoning I've you. just got a text from her. <laughs> so this is last night. Ross, did I leave your air fresheners? Just now, 10.31. Ross, where are you? I'm in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in my house? I'm at work. Do you want to give her a call? Should we ring her? Yeah, she's eating. Cool. Yeah. She probably is. Interesting if, she, if Linda's eating. Hello. All right, where are you? Oh, fucking hell, where are you been? I thought you'd just been murdered, you know? What, because I've not answered the phone? No, I went in, couldn't see you, went upstairs to put the plugins in, you know the things. Air freshener. I'm sorting out the beauty drawers. Where? I'm sorting out where all them face masks and everything. That's what's on the floor. Mum, you phoned me once. I thought, no, and then I messaged you. Yeah, Sam, where are you? And I've just seen it. Yeah. Oh, God, so where are you anyway? I'm at work. I'm doing a podcast for the book. Oh, right. Well, sorry, I didn't know you was going out because I thought, only you tell me you're out tomorrow. The telly was on. I've left it on because I didn't know where you was. Yeah, no, I left the telly on. It's fine. All right. All right. Go on then. I'll ring you later. Oh, all right. Oh, God. Why do you think I'm being a fucking idiot? Oh, 
fucking cupboard. In case someone's cut you up or something. In case someone's cut me up. Where is he? Don't tell me that, okay? Sorry, I didn't realise I needed to ring you to tell you I was going to work. I'm on my way to James, but I thought I'd pop in on the way. All right. Did you find the air fresheners, by the way? Yeah, I've got them. Oh, good. under the glass. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, under the glass. Seen that. All right, then. Go on. I'll talk to you later. What time are you home? I don't know yet. I'll let you know. All right. Well, um, do you know your street door? When I went in, it sort of double locks itself. Why? It's automatic, Mum. Oh, all right. As long as you can get in when you get home, I ain't got to come out. Mum, I live there. Of course I can get in. Yeah, I know. But you say to me, don't double lock it. I don't. But I had to turn it a few times to unlock it. Mum, it's fingerprint. It's fine. Don't worry. All right, all right. Go on then. I'm going to Jamie just to freshen it up and then I'll be up. All right, Mum. Do you need anything picked up? No, I'm all right. What are you laughing at? No, just you. You just make me laugh. Right, I'm going. Oh, go on. Love you. Love you, bye. I went in the gym. Went in the gym and all. Right. Well, I'm not going to be dead in the gym, am I? Oh, I don't know. Perhaps you've worked out. Something's been on you or something. Right. All right, I'm going. Bye. Bye. Now, do you see what I've got to put up with? Oh, it's brilliant. Everyone thinks, oh, she's hilarious. Throw her up. She is. Well, she is. Yeah, yeah. She but, called me. She didn't even know she was being... Uh... No, she called me, right? Really funny. At 10... 10.50, she called me, right? Yeah. At 10.30, she texts me saying, where are you? I'm in your house. Now, this happened not long ago, yeah. right? I'm single now. Yeah. And the worst thing I ever did was give my mum a fob for my gates. <laughs> Genuinely. Because now I've had to put location on my phone to see where she is, <laughs> right? She will just turn up. Yeah. yeah. Let, let herself in, which is fine. She's my mum. You yeah, do yeah. what you want. You do you. But I said to her very specifically one night... Do not come round in the morning. I will not be there. Yeah. I'm going training with my trainer at his house. I will not be there. All right. Yeah. No worries. I'm going Jamie. That's my brother. I had someone at my house. Yes. That stayed. Uh At 8.30 the following morning, I'm in bed and I can hear, (laughs) I've never jumped. Out of bed so quickly, run down the stairs to scream, what the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) I thought you were out. (laughs) Whose car's that? I went, get the fuck out of my house and go home. She's like, all right. And she was gone. (laughs) This is my life now. This is my life. She thought something followed on you at the gym. I've checked every cupboard in case she would cut up. (laughs) Checked all the cupboards. If you don't answer her within five dead minutes, in the cupboards. you're dead, apparently. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's all over. cut up and dead in the cupboards, or something's fallen on you at the gym? <laughs> the spiders are still under the glass, so, so that's yeah. So right. uh, that's the other thing I wanted to check about. So there was a spider. I got bit on my face the other week. Mm-hmm. There. It's still yeah. there. I've got a little lump. I don't know where it yeah, was. And I saw but, yeah. this spider the other day, yeah. and I just threw a glass over it. Yeah, and just left it there. For now. Yeah. It's still For there. now, yeah. yeah. But she For saw now. it and she hasn't touched it. She won't touch yeah, it. Yeah, she won't like, touch it. Saw the spider. My room doesn't look like bombs hit it. I've got like a dressing yeah, yeah. room and I was sorting out all my beauty no, I believe stuff the yesterday. phrase was your room looks like it's been fucking ransacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. 
which is why she thought I was dead. Yeah. Which is why she thought I was dead. Fucking hell, every bit of that. I loved yeah. it. Every bit. Oh, you can't. Like, where are you? <laughs> well, I'm clearly not there. I checked the pool in case you'd done yourself in. Surprised you didn't check under the glass. <gasps> no, no, with the I'm spider. A, I'm an adult man and it's uh, daytime on a Wednesday. So <laughs> I'm, I'm 33 and it's Wednesday daytime. And my mum is calling me thinking I'm dead in a cupboard. Because I've not spoken to her since last night at about 10 o'clock when she was looking for some air fresheners. <laughs> that she's now plugged in behind the puffy. And from what I gather, she's going to someone else's house now. She's now going to, to my brother's. Other air freshness. She's now going to my brother's, who I wouldn't normally say this, but by the time this comes out, he won't be, is on holiday. Yeah. And she will let herself in there yeah. and freshen it up. Yeah. yeah. But what she does, we just let her do it now because it's easier to not have the argument to say, stop fucking doing it. Yeah. I have a window cleaner, right? The whole yeah. back of my house is glass. I pay them quite a lot of money yeah. to clean the inside and outside of them windows so they look nice. She will come in with a cloth and wipe the inside of my windows so when it's sunny, all it is is smeared. <laughs> and the reason why she does it is because she used to, may God rest his soul, she used to drive up back to London where we used to live every week to my Uncle Bert's before he died and used to clean his windows because he lived in a block of flats and she used to hang out, fucking hell, she's 70, like, and clean his windows. But never would tell her that the windows were fucking smeary. So she thinks she's handy-handy. She thinks, oh, no, she cleans, her windows are the best windows in Essex now. But she don't realise when she's using a cloth, you then need to use a different cloth to buff it all. So I've got specialist glass cleaner. I've got this. I've got window stuff. I've got this. No, don't work with Linda. So I pay more in that. Yeah, uh, yeah. for her to fuck the windows up that have brilliant. just been cleaned absolutely brilliant but that's my mum so for anyone yeah. who thinks that she's uh, not a real person there you go there you go that is tenor she stops at Marx's as well yeah. try for shall I just ring her and just say you go Marx <laughs> <laughs> well there we are the best of 2022 done James Thank you for listening. And then the next bullet point says we'll be back in the new year for Series 9. And then a third bullet point that says to end, it's a traditional Poppadoms or bread compilation. What a perfect way to he, end. He, he, he really wrote all the early links in a very <laughs> specific way, you know, um, that was all referencing himself and how great he is. Yeah. And then at the end, he just went, bam, 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 go to bed. Drink yeah. a peach beer, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next year for series nine and who knows we might spank the plank we might be spanking the planks and treading the boards (laughs) goodbye everyone happy new year happy new year dear pop loves our bread pop loves our bread Mel get like pop loves our bread (laughs) pop loves our bread pop loves our bread flowing joan pop loves our bread pop loves our bread pop loves our bread stanley tucci pop loves our bread did you? I'm sorry. Poppadoms or bread? Bread. Poppadoms or bread? So the poppadom or bread question always confuses me. It feels like a very British thing. That question. Yes. yes. To I'm be a... fair, it is. Poppadoms or bread? Poppadoms or bread, Richard E. Grant? Poppadoms or bread? Bread. Poppadoms or bread? <laughs> Poppadoms or bread, Alex Horn? Poppadoms or bread? White bread, please. Poppadoms or bread? Poppadoms oh or bread, God. Nadia Hussein? Poppadoms or bread? What? Not what? Hobnobs or bread? <laughs> Poppadoms or bread? <laughs> Hobnobs or bread? Oh, I thought you said hobnobs. You scared me. You're so loud. Um, <laughs> Poppadoms. Poppadoms or bread? Poppadoms or bread, Charlotte Church? Poppadoms or bread? Most certainly, I want a really diverse bread basket. 
text Ed where you want to go for a meal, but text me if you're uh, wondering where to buy a lemon. If you want the lemons. Pop lumps or bread? <laughs> pop lumps or bread, the great Manito? Pop lumps or bread? What? <laughs> pop lumps or bread? Oh, poppadoms. I thought you said problems or bread. I was like, oh. Right. Um, Do you interpret it however you want. Pop lumps or bread? Oh my God. Pop lumps or bread, read us all we Pop lumps or bread? I knew that was coming, but it's still scary. Okay. Um, you did it well there, man. Thank that you. Was, that was really good. Yeah. Didn't even take a breath. Speaking of which, <laughs> pop lumps or bread. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I've, I've had to think about it. I'm gonna go for prawn crackers. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> pop lumps or bread. Pop lumps or bread. Adam Buxton. Pop lumps or bread. Bread every time. Yeah, You're it's broken. the factory's food. Pop lumps or bread. <laughs> <laughs> pop lumps or bread, Javon McSweeney. Pop lumps or bread. <laughs> Is that how you treat your sodas from beginning to see <laughs> yeah, what the problem yeah, exactly. is here? Yeah, screaming at his soda screen. You're the first person I've made jump in ages at that. <laughs> in ages. You shouldn't be proud of that. Yeah. Pop lumps or bread? Yes. Pop lumps or bread, Mitch and Iowani. Pop lumps or bread? That pop shield, I've got to say, it's such a worthwhile investment. Pop lumps. As much as I like champagne, like most people do, yeah. my mouth taste of arse afterwards. Yeah. Do you know what? It's so horrible, the breath champagne gives yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, for that reason alone, I think Schler's worth a punt. Yeah. Pop lumps or bread? Pop lumps or bread, Tamron Edgerton? Pop lumps or bread? Okay, pop doms Yeah. Yeah, pop doms Pop lumps or bread? <laughs> pop lumps or bread? Bread. Bread. <laughs> Fair enough. Pop lumps or bread? Pop lumps or bread, Jamali Maddox? Pop lumps or bread? Pop doms Yeah. That, <laughs> That was intense, and you know what? It put me under a lot of pressure. Like, Problems or bread? <laughs> Problems or bread, Tim Key? Problems or bread? Pointless question. We know what he's going to say. No, we don't. We don't know what, what, what I'm going to say. Problems or bread? Oh, no. Problems <laughs> or bread, are you, Magliano? Problems or bread? Okay. Problems or bread? Problems or bread, as McCann? Problems um, or bread? Bread. <laughs> You're about to have terrible sex. <laughs> <laughs> Problems or bread? Poplums or bread? Timmy Pritchard McLean. Poplums or bread? What was it like, by the way? You are the first person who has had poplums or bread shouted at them over Zoom and in person. Yeah. <laughs> Which one did you prefer? I think I preferred it in person. Thank you. <laughs> poplums or bread? Oh. Poplums or bread, Chloe Pets. Poplums or bread? God, I vowed that it wouldn't take me by surprise, mm. but it did. It feels like I'm being heckled at yes. an Ed Gamble gig. Poplums or bread? Poplums or bread, Chris Lynn? Yes. Poplums or bread? Huh? Poplums or bread? Pop it ups or bread? Chris Red. Pop it ups or bread? Bread. <laughs> Pop it ups or bread? Pop it ups or bread? Jarvis Cocker. Pop it ups or bread? Um. Well, I'm trying to be a bit gluten free uh-huh. nowadays. I mean, we just watched you eat a panini. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pop it ups or bread? Pop it ups or bread, Baba Tunde? Pop it ups or bread? Why are you shouting at me? <laughs> Oh. Pop lumps or bread, Angela Hartnett. Pop bread, lumps or bread. bread, 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 without doubt. Bread, bread, bread. I <laughs> think that makes sense. Does it? Yeah. Pop lumps or bread. Bread. Pop lumps or bread, Felicity Ward. Bread. Pop lumps or bread. Bread. 100% never going to go a pop dumb. That's a miserable <laughs> existence. <laughs> pop lumps or bread. Pop lumps or bread, Mike Sher. Pop lumps or bread. Bread, please. Thank you. Um, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> pop lumps or bread. Pop lumps or bread, Fatty Al Gori. Pop lumps or bread. Bread. Oh, thanks, man. Poplums or bread? No. Poplums or bread, Paul no, Chowdhury? Poplums or bread? I'm not sure whether you're asking me about poplums because I'm Indian. Poplums or bread? Poplums or bread, Paul Hollywood? Well, poplums or bread? Obviously, I've got to go bread. You've got to go bread. But then what yeah. type of bread? Poplums or bread? Poplums or bread, Rob Bryden? Poplums or bread? Okay, well, it's a reasonable question. Poplums or bread? <laughs> poplums or bread, Ryan Clark? Poplums or bread? 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 Poplums or bread?
absorb red. Pop it absorb red, Dame Baptiste. Pop it absorb Ooh, red. Good question. Um, I am gonna go for Poppadoms. Am I making this up now? Pop it absorb red. Uh, Pop it absorb red, my God. Pop it absorb red. Fucking bread. Focaccia. Yeah. So, yeah, still warm. Pop it absorb red. Uh, Poppadoms every time. Poppadoms. Pop it absorb red. Pop it absorb red, Matt Lucas. Pop it absorb red. Oh, Poppadoms. Fair enough. Pop it absorb red. Pop it absorb red, Brian Cox. Pop it absorb red. Uh, Poppadoms. Pop it absorb red. Oh. Pop it absorb red, Sakisa. Pop it absorb red. Aggressive, but neither. Oh. Pop it absorb red. Pop it absorb red, Lady Henry. Pop it absorb red. Poppadoms. Poppadoms are great. I'm a bread fan, I love my bread. We are quite cute, we are quite cute. It's bread! Whoa. Sit down! Pop a dom! Pop a dom! He got me. Or bread? Yeah. It's bread. Pop it or bread! Oh god! Pop it or bread, Amy Glenhill! Pop it or bread! Bread! Bread, please! Toast got scared. Sorry. We finally got Benito's dog off to sleep. So he wasn't disturbing the record, and then we all forgot that he was about to be woken up horrifically. <laughs> Rise and shine, you mangy mutt! <laughs>Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.